This episode of the Cooptional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash cooptional. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Yay, you should be able to hear us now. Hello. Should we redo all of the bits that we did while we were muted? <laughs> I'm oh, not okay. sure. <clears throat> we'll see. Hey, hey we'll doctor, see. it's me. It's God. Hello, Jesse. I mean, hello, oh, hey, God. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Doctor. I'm trying to combine all of them to like Yeah, make all the bits. Laugh. We're combining all of our bits. We had some good bits. Y'all missed out. Y'all missed out on our awesome bits. It's true. I'm going to try and, and make the beginning like a mesh of, I'm going to have to edit. I'm going to have to edit a video before it goes up on the channel. Welcome. Whoa. I don't know nothing about those buttons and things. That's fine. Okay, I, I mean, don't either. So so this is amazing because it's a co-optional podcast is supposed to start at 3 p.m. Eastern time. It is now 347 Eastern it's time. Okay. So yeah, but it's not even like one o'clock <laughs> here. So really, what is time but a construct, man? True. Yeah. Wow. True. And, and and E3 yeah. took place in LA, which is yeah. you know three hours behind where I am. So this is just me being so early, even right? Happen? Yeah. Was it even real? <laughs> Did it even occur? I don't who, know. Who can say? Who can say? Yeah. Okay. No one really so... knows. E3, um, yes. I guess we should probably just go around and at least let people know sort of what we, uh, I, I guess, covered of it or saw it of it. Sure. I can, words, words are a thing. Um, so I did the Snarkathon by right. myself. <laughs> I hear you crushed it. Um, <laughs> it would have been great to have someone to bounce off of, but I knew that, um, Brooke, you were already on dropped frames and yeah. I knew Jesse was going to be actually at the convention, even though the doors don't really open to the E3 convention until after all of the conferences, but you were probably also at the conferences. So yes, I didn't bother yes. to ask anybody to, <laughs> to join in because I was feeling a bit like a loner, and so it was just me and chat, and and we had a fantastic you, then time. Then you weren't alone. You had all of chat to snark with you. It's this true. is true. This is yeah. true. Um, so that was a wonderful experience. Uh, mm -hmm. Brooke, you were on dropped frames. How many conferences yeah, did you do? I did. I didn't do all of them. I didn't. Um, I didn't do Bethesda. I wasn't there for Sony, um, but I did. I did most of them. That Sony conference, um, Jesse and I. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I wound up being like the anti-snark on dropped frames, so I did the oh. opposite of you. Yeah, um, like, yeah. I I had a great like I had zero snark. There was a lot of things where I was like, eh, I didn't like that, but there are things I did enjoy, and I was like, well, I'm okay now, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually the kind of anti-snark of the snarkathon, but unfortunately, right. without John here, I had to sort of be had me to be and him. Yeah, <laughs> you had to adopt the snark. 
And yeah. it's like, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable who does have this, but I also have bipolar disorder. Mm. So, um, so ha- having that actually kind of helped in a <laughs> weird way. That doesn't sound right and probably not politically correct at all, but there you have it. So great. That was fun. Um, so, Jesse, you were actually there. What did you yes. actually attend as far as the conferences were concerned? Are we starting with conferences? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I was at Indie PopCon the weekend before. So, uh, I missed EA, which really Ooh. means I missed nothing. <laughs> nothing. Let's be real. I missed nothing. Uh, except um, Ori, I thought was like really cool. Mm-hmm. And we, I got to play that, and I'll talk about that later. And uh, that one game that's like basically jesse horror simulator the one where it's like in the water and oh there's like the, uh, the shadow see, um, people oh f that game i'm gonna play it but f that game it looks terrifying what? it looks great terrifying it looks, what oh, sea of solitude yeah yeah that okay. looks like those two were awesome those were my takeaways from ea was there was two games i was like good job ea those are two great indie games that you helped get done other than that everything else i could care less about i walked it i, I watched it and was like Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Sunday was Xbox and mm-hmm. uh, Bethesda. There were other things Sunday too. Devolver, I believe, was Sunday. And I don't remember, was it PC Sunday? Whatever the case may be, I didn't go to those. But um, Bethesda uh, was, I had a great time at that conference. I'm Everyone glad. on the internet was snarking the hell out of it and like giving them shit, I but too. I loved it. <laughs> What did I Bethesda, had a great time. What did Bethesda do aside from Fallout? Uh, so basically, Bethesda, Bethesda's conference, like, first off, uh, we'll get to Xbox in a minute, but uh, Bethesda's conference literally was like, hi, you've all seen Rage. Well, here's Andrew WK. And I was like, okay, yay. And then, uh, you know, right. it was because it's a business conference, poor, poor Andrew WK is up there just like rocking as oh, hard as he can. Wailing on and the keyboard. audience. Oh yeah, the audience is like, they're like, "Who is this rock Jesus, and why uh, is he here?" Oh, it's like a so Mike it was a romance <laughs> concert. Oh, it was everybody's just... too emo to respond. <laughs> yeah, it was just so sad, but you could tell everyone in, like people enjoyed what was happening, but no one wanted to be that person at an E3 who's like, "I'm having fun." It's weird. <laughs> E3, swear to God, E3 is a conference where like you don't want to be the person who everyone's like. That guy's enjoying himself. That's seriously what it's like. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was interesting. And then um, after they did that, they went and, oh, God, what was the other games they were talking about um, before we got to Fallout? Rage, that would be, yeah, Fallout 76. Then uh, Starfield was near the end. Um, yeah. Oh, they Elder promoted Scrolls. a bunch of... Uh, Elder Scrolls stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly uh, Tamriel Online and stuff like that, and then yeah. Blades, which is literally um, mobile. Oh my god! Phone. Oh, it's in portrait mode. Oh my you know gosh! What? You can sit there at your office and you can like scroll and 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 kill things. It is. It is one after having played it a little bit. It is one hundred percent. I'm trying to think of the name of the damn game, but it was an iOS game, and they made three of them. And the whole point was, is you just like went from room to room collecting gold. And then you'd end up in an encounter. You do the fight, but uh, the iPhone version is you would slash the screen and hold oh. defense. This is you hold defense and then press and hold a button to attack. 
literally infinity blade yeah it's literally oh, infinity that blade. yeah oh, but but it's but infinity it's blade. in portrait mode and, and it adapts it between if it's in landscape or portrait it does it oh, does it very goodness. well it destroys your battery but it does that very well yeah. <laughs> but but the you can hold your coffee in one hand and the Excellent. phone in the other and and that was his big thing i was just like oh is that really your pitch i mean i'll be, I'll be real with you, you. i sometimes coffee? feel that way and with games i'm not gonna lie he spoke to me on that i was like yeah, i don't want to have to play it sideways like i'm driving a race car on my phone like i want to look like i'm on business yeah just but, make a game that i want to play that way and i will play it i just um, believe all apps should do that by default like i i'm yeah. i'm really angry that so many apps don't allow for the the switching so i mean it, it feels like a I weird agree. give to give them that when it's like all all apps should actually be doing that by default so it's not something really revolutionary <laughs> but yeah. it was a big deal to them mm. uh doom they talked about the new doom pretty excited for that that looks awesome um then yeah they went to fallout 76 and when they initially announced it it was sort of everyone in the crowd was like okay so it's online cool but the more they kept talking the more the cr they won over look they won that crowd over and i i hope uh most people had the same reaction I did, which was like, oh, that's neat. Oh, that's neat. And then when they were like, and then you can nuke all your friends. I was like, I'm in. You got me. I'm in. <laughs> oh, I now know what I want to do. Neat. Yeah. I was like, that is very neat. Um, <laughs> I definitely think it's one of those games where unlike other fallouts, this one will be like pretty hot for about a month or two, especially on Twitch when people are doing their whole like, we're walking around, we're making groups, and we're all bandits, and we're going to go, like, mess with people. Build. There's going to be stuff like that, and I guarantee you'll be big on Twitch for, like, a month or two. Mm. Other than that, I feel like this one doesn't have the longevity of a real RPG, but I could be wrong. I could be very, very wrong. Um, and then gotcha. they dropped the fact that they're working on this uh, a new uh, franchise, and uh, then they said, oh, by the way, Elder Scrolls 6. And then they were like, "In more stuff to come. Also, uh, the one thing I did take away, the thing I thought was the best, uh, was the Prey announcement. Oh, I... for the moon. Uh... Oh, gosh, what is it called? The Well, uh... the, well the, one they, the, the one they announced is like Prey Moon something. Yeah. That is literally. DLC? It... What is well, it? yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they announced two it's things. It's a mode. Yeah. They announced two modes. Um, the first one is you, it's basically a roguelite where you go through and you, moon crash. You start it up every uh, time you start, it starts differently and different scenarios and you have to live as long as you can, then it resets you, right? Which is okay. fun. Um, the thing I'm excited about is the Typhon mode or whatever that thing's called. Uh, oh, that's yeah, the one yeah. I'm, that's, that's the, the biggest takeaway I took from the entire conference was like, that's the game to play. Literally, it's 1v5 or 1v4. I can't remember if it's five-player or 1v5. But the whole point is one person is the character and everyone else is a mimic. And your whole job, Typhon, yeah, your whole job is to hide as cups or bananas or whatever and kill the person. So literally, it's a jump scare. Yes, absolutely. But it's jump scare with friends done with, like, awesome graphics in Prey. I'm ready. Like, that's that a game I will, <laughs> I will stream the fuck out of that i was like yes <laughs> everyone i was like very excited um wolfenstein they announced uh the new game is uh co-op and you play as his daughters right um yes. i think that's cool but i don't know anything about it 
but it's Wolfenstein, so I'm going to play it anyway. But I literally, it's in the 80s, and that's all we know. But uh, the thing I took out of the entire conference is walking away being like, prop hunt, button <laughs> pray, I'm in. And that's <laughs> going to be awesome. That's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, Xbox was, I thought, like a good conference this year. Usually they kind of are jank. But uh, Xbox, I thought, had a lot of, like, they just were like, here's a game, and here's a game, and here's a game, and here's a game. And I was pretty okay with that. Uh, they had the guy come out saying he wanted to bang a car, as usual. And <laughs> there was no Minecraft this year, so that was great. I we was did just all like, that last year. We were yeah. done. <laughs> I was just like, the Xbox conference was pretty good. Usually they're not, but I was the excited. Xbox, and The Xbox conference was, was great. Um EA was terrible. EA was not good. The Xbox conference, just for the record, was good, then became great. In the last like five minutes when it was like, we're hacking the conference. I was like, <gasps> of course. I had a moment. I almost passed out from excitement. But that uh, cyberpunk reveal was everything I was ever so wanted good. in gaming. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So n I guess now that we're talking about the conferences, I guess we should probably kind of go a bit in order if we can. Um, sure. So EA... <laughs> That's, that's what kicked it all off. Um, so I'm just going to go through basically what was released. And if you guys okay. want to sure, talk sure. about anything. Um, so the EA Games wrap-up. Uh, Battlefield Five Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. Because we need more Battle Royale in our lives. You so. know what? Maybe we do. Maybe that's the other day. The other, so They need to compete. I, so I understand. Yeah. Yeah, like. At night, during the day, I don't really keep them open because it gets 12,000 degrees. But in my apartment, if I just open the windows at night, it's very nice. I now can see across the way at someone's apartment, they have a giant-ass TV. And every night, they play Fortnite. Every night. I don't know who this person is, but I see it on their TV. And they love it. And they're actually mm. pretty – I've watched. I've, I've, I've watched a little. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs> but maybe we do need more. Maybe, like – it's a it's a thing. Maybe I'm just too old to be into it, but people love this shit. So, all right. You know, I I have to admit, I really love watching Realm Royale on Twitch, the the new one that's like fantasy based. I I've really enjoyed watching it. <laughs> yeah, I I think if they had more games with that option again, I'm, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I hope it's in one of the numerous Sea of Thieves expansions. Sea of Thieves Royale, make it happen. That would be a great thing. Just so many ships. <laughs> yeah, 100 players on a map competing for treasure. There's only one treasure. Just go nuts. Kill each other. And people can group up, but then like, if you group up and you have the treasure, only one person can turn in, so who makes it back alive? Come right. on! That'd be amazing. <laughs> Just I saying. Um, I prefer to watch... Battle Royale, I just don't really like playing in them because I feel like sure. I let everyone down. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, it's going to be a thing. Um, it is like the term, like, roguelite or roguelite was, like, three years ago. It's like now everything, right. Battle Royale, Battle Royale. That's, it's like, what is your game? Oh, Battle Royale. It's like, okay. Um, so after Battlefield Five Battle Royale, um, they went into this whole spiel about cloud gaming and Origin Premiere. Yeah, I mean, um, what is cloud gaming? Okay, so... <laughs> are we ever going to find that out? They are trying to compete with Sony's PlayStation Now. Um, so literally, I think it's just maybe your cloud games are saved between devices and things. I'm not entirely certain. Cool. That's, yeah, that's what it seemed like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the Origin Premiere is basically going up against Xbox Game Pass. Um, so again, them just trying to compete. Uh, I actually had, to, they didn't announce it at the conference, but I was kind of intrigued because I already have like the, um, I don't, I should say, uh, John had the premium whatever Origin thing, which I think is just like Origin Pro or whatever Origin Premium is where you just pay that little bit for the first tier and you have a certain mm. amount of games available. Um, but they didn't announce in the conference what this Origin Access Premiere was going to be. So I went and like Googled it for people who were actually physically there because I wanted to know what exactly is this next tier. It's like, right. what are you doing? Um, so Origin Access Premiere gives full access to EA's games on PC. Uh, unlimited access to Sims 4. <laughs> Lol. That's literally a feature. Unlimited mm-hmm. access to Sims 4. Um, and Premiere unlocks all the benefits of Origin Access Basic, uh, which already gives you access to 95-plus PC games, and it's supposedly going to cost $15 per month or $100 per year. Uh, but the big deal with that is that things like Madden and things that weren't previously available, I guess, on PC are now going to be available through that. It seems like a hard sell for me. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just them trying to compete. That's yeah. all I kind of got from that. Um, I guess with it not being a hardware year, um, a lot of companies are having to do that. Just like with the Sony conference, you'd heard nothing about hardware. Microsoft, you heard nothing about hardware. Um, obviously, we're coming to the end of a generation, but right now we're still kind of late, mid. Yeah. So that makes We're coming sense. to the end of a generation. Last year was a lot about hardware. Yeah. And this year... Nothing. 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 Nothing about hardware. Yeah. It's all I actually hadn't thought about that until now. This year it seems to be more of and I, I'm sure I'll have a full rant on this in a video at some point, but uh gaming as a service mm-hmm. instead of a product, this is gonna be the debate. That's yeah. that's well, what's going to happen. I'm also curious about the companies that are holding off waiting for the next gen so for example um from conversations that i had at e3 i think it's pretty safe to say that after a lot of missteps and problems that they had with final fantasy 7 the remake oh um, yeah i think the answer is that sony is waiting for a ps5 and i think elder Scrolls 6 is also on that like trajectory of next gen consoles there's a lot of people who are like yeah we've got games coming but we're not going to release them on a ps4 right now so i think there's gonna be a lot of people uh who should be excited and looking forward to the next gen but also that the next gen's way far off good luck that's like two years we might see it next year like a hey this is a ps5 but yeah we'll see yeah (laughs) Um, so after this whole spiel about cloud gaming at EA, we went into uh, Battlefront, new content for that uh, Star Wars game that was like the first one, but it has a two after it. So, you know, it's obviously a sequel. Um, <laughs> you muted yourself, Dukes. You're muted. <laughs> that poor fucking dude who came out and had to talk about that game. I felt so bad. He was just like, hey, guys, so <laughs> we fucked up a little, right? I was like, oh, you poor baby. <laughs> I felt bad. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Sea of Solitude, uh, which it was the game Looks that Jesse great. was talking about. 
I think it looked interesting. The the dev who came out to talk about it, I, I felt kind of badly for her because she seemed, I th- believe that was the, the bit where she was a bit um, like scattered. You know, she was so proud of her baby she, that she, she was emotional. very nervous. Yeah. I, but... I felt so bad. My anxiety feels were like, girl, I am with you. <laughs> but at the same time, this is a snarkathon. So I kind of have to hate on it a bit, but I didn't want to. But I did it anyway. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love when devs are like really nervous to talk about Me their game too. because it it feels like it feels like they really care about it. It's the Yarny guy soul. all over again. It's like, like the Yarny guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to show you my baby, and you're like, oh, I love you, Yarny guy. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Unravel Two, which is right. basically Looks brothers, adorable. brothers, oh, we- a tale of two yarns. <laughs> we uh we played that. I'll tell you about it. It is super fun. Tell 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 about oh, it. Oh okay, I'll tell you now. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, yeah yeah. So um, I know I know it's called Unravel, but it's basically Yarny too. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But uh, from moment one, you can change your color. You can change your look. So the color of yarn and the way Yarny looks is uh different for each of the two characters. And Aww. it is you know what it's really really like. Hmm. It's less Tale of Two Sons and more, remember that game that we played, Dukes, where we were the two slimes? Yep. And we had to hold hands to go around the map? It's yeah. exactly like that game. Okay. It is almost exa- Um, I'm literally just going to go to my YouTube page and figure out the name of this game because I <laughs> love that game. It was called, like, Happy, Happy Slime Goo. <laughs> what was the name of that game? Um, Blobbing around. It, not blobbing <laughs> around. It was something it was mm-hmm. you can do it we believe in you it was a fan friday wasn't it it was i'm literally Let's just go through your fan fridays that's what i'm doing do it oh uh, it was putty pals there we go so See, look at the, we were close blobbing around look up the name of the game putty pals um and the basic premise is that it is your two little slimes and in order to get around the map you have to hold hands and swing each other and uh, like balance and use each other to like get around the map. Literally the same concept, except it looks photorealistic beautiful. Everything about the world is incredible looking. And then you play as two little yarn guys. And it's out, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, it's out right now. And the mechanics are literally like, if if you jump over a thing, you can pull someone to help. Like you can pull their yarn, or you can both stop the yarn from extending, so you can like do cool maneuvers. But yeah, it's very very neat. Um, it's gorgeous, just like the first one, and it definitely has a story. I don't know what it is, but from what I can gather, an old lady with a bag of yarn drowned at sea, and you have to get back to her house? Question mark. I don't. I really don't know what happened. All I know is a that sounds so like, sad. A suitcase of yarn sad. washes up on a shore, and you're just in there. And I'm like, who had a suitcase of yarn? The old yarn lady is my theory. So, oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the actual story. Okay, that sounds like a Jesse theory. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it was very cute. It's a very cute game. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Unravel two. Obviously, the the difference here is that uh, you can play by yourself, but there will always be two yarns. So the idea that you can play co-op, but by yourself is... It's kind of like kinda, Trine. Trine yeah. is like that. Yeah. Um, so, but Unravel 2 is out already. So mm-hmm. 
fellow YouTubers, I'm sure, will be covering that. In the it future. plays very, very well. The controls are super responsive. It's so it's, pretty. <laughs> yeah, we'll it's also it's very, very pretty. pretty. Yeah. Um, after that, they went... Oh, man, this, is, this one hurts. This one hurts so badly. Command and Conquer Rivals. Yo, I'm not even going to lie. I tuned out. I was... I was I was at Indie PopCon while it was happening, and I was watching the stream on my phone. And I literally stopped watching. Um, I couldn't tell you what that game was. The minute they were like mobile, I was like, "Boop, don't care." They Undropped, went on dropped frames. Everybody was like, "Man, it's so weird that they're having a funeral for Command and Conquer during this <laughs> press conference." <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, though. I, I felt really horrible about the fact that um, some personalities in esports that I know of were involved in the Jeff. Yeah, Nathanius was casting, and and Jeff in Control Robinson was uh, playing as one mm -hmm. of the pro gamers uh so yeah, yeah I, I think he's Canius was there too i think that uh jeff is probably in, at least in the top three um command and conquer rivals players in the world i think so. right now probably yeah. <laughs> i didn't even know he was involved that's how fast i turned off the stream yeah this is when everyone chats talking about Jeff. They're like, "Yeah, Jeff," and I'm like, "Was he on the Snarkathon? Did he like talk shit about the game?" No, nope. he was there <laughs> no, on the stage. No clue. Jessup. <laughs> no they, clue. They paid him cash money to be there, and uh, I all I have to say is that yeah, it sounds appealing, but why did they have to do that with CNC? Like they spent all a we lot want... of time on it too. Yeah. Like too much time trying to trying oh, to push yeah. this game on us. Well, I think. Same. The same thing with uh, Blades at Bethesda. Yes. Like, it just was so much time. And I get it because the one thing I heard the entire conference on the floor, in meetings, everyone was like, mobile is money. Yep. Oh, and yeah. that's like, they're like, the more mobile games you can make, the better. Boy, do I not care. <laughs> Boy, was I like, I just don't it, care. I mean, it's true. Like, when when... I think for all of us, when people ask us how we feel about E3, it's like, sure, we get a lot of information about it, but it's like e3 is for the investors it's a business conference yeah business partnerships and like that's the reason why they focus so much on that sort of stuff is to be like see we're doing mobile shit yeah if you're wondering why every conference has to include something along the lines of like last year our player base grew by 15 percent and we had a year over a year average growth the reason why all that garbage is in there is because that's for the people who have given them money to make games yeah. They're like, see, like, you're going to get your return on your investment, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. It is, none of this is for us. We're just lucky we get to see it is really what it is now. Yeah. So. Mobile gaming. That's uh, that's a thing. All the investor dollars, all of them. Yep. Um, so after that, we had um, Anthem and uh, very much versus Destiny-ish kind of Anthem situation. Was Anthem was really interesting because people were so fucking excited to hear about Anthem. And then after we heard about Anthem, it seemed like people forgot that we heard about it. That was my one takeaway from the entire weekend. <laughs> I, I went I went out to lunch Thursday and that was like the conversation where I was like, remember how Saturday everyone was talking about Anthem and then they showed Anthem and nobody cared about Anthem? What happened? It was the big thing at this year's E3. And I was like, yeah. do they have it on the show floor? Did anyone see it? And people were like, no. I guess they didn't show it at E3 either. I have no clue. I don't know what happened. But everyone was hyped to get information. They got information. And then no one gave a shit. Yeah. 
Interesting. That's a shame. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people, but and I, I haven't played Destiny really, but a lot of people were like, oh, it's the Destiny classes. Yeah. So maybe, maybe because there were too many things that felt like they were pulled directly from other games, people were like, oh, this isn't as unique and new as I thought it was going to be. So it didn't stand out anymore. It's the yeah. same thing with, um, oh man, Paladins and uh, the one game that came out, I can't remember the damn name of it, um, that came out around the time of Overwatch. I feel bad because we talked about it a bunch. Battleborn. No, Battleborn. Battleborn? Not Battleborn. Wait. Battle something. Battle. <laughs> Wait, it's not Battleborn, is it? Fuck. <laughs> Bloodborne? Battleborn? I don't. Is it Battleborn? <laughs> That's I feel so I'm bad because like it. it's Battleborn. It is Battleborn. But that's the thing is like you already forget these I've already like, yeah, discarded and, that information apparently. But all these games that came out during the same time as Overwatch that had the similar Overwatch vibes that were definitely there to compete with Overwatch. People were just like, why wouldn't I just play Overwatch? Hmm. Same thing with MMOs. Everyone's like, why wouldn't I just play WoW? And I think in this case. Everyone's like, why wouldn't I just play Destiny if you're making Destiny light? Right. Um, I think that the one thing that I took away from them talking about Anthem during that EA conference was basically the quote, um, Anthem creators want a dynamic living world, not an MMO with story bolted onto the side. And I was just like, oh, I wonder who that was aimed at. Um, could it have been Microsoft? Could it have been people who work on <laughs> Destiny? Know. Oh, I have no idea. So, I don't know. I'm. I'm but what does that looking... mean, though? Saying you have a living world they just... doesn't say story to me. That well, says you create the story, purchaser, which is bullshit. Right. Like, I don't want to have to make my fun. That's your job. <laughs> You're the dev. You make fun for me. I think they were just trying to say that to like sort of offset everybody else's expectations falling short because I feel like what we saw this year for Anthem is basically what we saw last year at E3 exactly. for Anthem. Uh, we did actually see a bit of gameplay, and I'm always wanting to see the gameplay at E3, but I, do, I don't really have high expectations for gameplay because it's E3. It's it's for shareholders. It's for investors. It's for people who are, you know. Devs wanting to look for publishers, publishers looking for their market, and they want to share demographics and drinks with each other afterwards and pat themselves on the back about how good of a job they did. Have a good E3, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I am looking forward to seeing Anthem when it's finished, but I'm not really hyped about continuing to follow it until it's finished because it has seemed pretty sluggish. I feel like we didn't really learn too much new information. And again, I wasn't there in person. I wasn't on the show floor. Maybe they had other things that I did not see, but I did not even see it on the show floor. I, that's why I tweeted about it. I was like, does anyone know what's going on with Anthem? Cause I haven't seen shit. I haven't heard word one about the game. So. And for the amount of time it took up during the conference, cause I believe we saw Anthem during at least two conferences, maybe three conferences. We saw Anthem a lot, so mm. um, yeah, I just expected a bit more. Um, yeah. But after that, uh, well, actually, way before that, we had sports. Yay, Crendor, enjoy your sports ball. New of FIFA, course. new Madden. You know, I, can't, I can't even... I'll <laughs> let you know this. Even though I've never bought a FIFA game or enjoyed 
the idea of soccer. When I was in Poland, I must have played hours of FIFA. Really? I don't. Yeah, they were like, we have a place and set up. You want to just chill? And I was like, okay. I created my own team. I like bought and sold players and had like a great time. I played for like three hours. Was like, yeah, I kind of get this. I scored goals. I had a winning season. It was very impressive for a first timer. I felt really good. I'm not gonna buy it. I never will, but I get it. I get why people right. want to be involved in the like, yeah, sports ball. You know, I yeah, I, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, uh, Jesse, I think that was just due to your exposure to the salt mine. It, you know what? I was underground for a long time. It could, that could have been. And it. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. Maybe that's what happened. Go it's ahead. all I had. <laughs> Go ahead. Brooke. I was down underground for days. It's all I had. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say when my, when my family was visiting, I was talking with my brother and he was like, yeah, I basically only care about FIFA. Oh, wow. And you know, like, like he, I get that. He likes, he likes playing other games, but he's gets soup every year. He's super jazzed for FIFA. That's like his game. Like there's a lot of people where that's the case, you know? Yeah. most of the world actually. <laughs> so we, we are the so, minority. <laughs> Is that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> We're the problem really. Uh, I, I a hundred percent agree. We are the problem. <laughs> um, so uh, that's basically all of, uh, EA. The only thing I w- really looked forward to from EA was, uh, Unravel 2, even though it does look a bit like brothers, but it's really pretty. And so I'm probably going to play it anyway. It is. Um, there are moments where you're playing it, where you literally have like the, I know this is a video game, but it feels like they just put Yarny over the background of yeah. like a really nice forest. Right. <laughs> Uh, so after EA was the Microsoft conference. Um, yep. Now, Brooke, tell me again, which ones did you actually uh, do on Dropped Frames? Uh, I was there for Microsoft. Okay, great. I was great. there for EA. Then we can talk about this. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so they opened up with uh, Halo 6, right? <laughs> yeah. Halo, they, Halo well, they 1 million up like a, Like a, God, like trying to like freak you out moment where it was like <laughs> in-game footage. And they didn't say what it is. And there was no music. And then all of a sudden it was like, then you hey, see this the is Halo. Halo. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, cool. I am convinced that was Halo Royale. I, <laughs> I made the same joke. <laughs> convinced of it. I'm excited. You know what? Halo Royale will be great for Xbox. They'll mm. they'll kill it. I have no doubt about that. Uh, so yeah, uh, Halo Infinite uh, announced for mm. Xbox One. Right. We Yay. didn't see any gameplay. We just saw like a a cutscene. Yeah. And then a Master complete. Chief like. Hey, those are other players in Halo Royale. No, is really? what he said. I think that's how it went. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> what What had happened was no. oh, um, <laughs> Halo Royale. Uh, and then we went into uh, some Ori, I believe. Yo, oh my god, what a great way to start! They took Ori and made it somehow made it twelve billion times be- like better looking. That's what I I was like. Ori was already a gorgeous game. Like, how did they make it yeah. even more beautiful? Question mark. <laughs> we uh, we got to play it afterwards. Oh, did um, you? Yeah. Oh, Talk about it, awesome. it. So the bit that we got to play, um, it was a desert map, and mm-hmm. the way this one was is so you have your little like Ori sword, and you can bounce around, do all the jumps. Mm-hmm. But the thing you unlock is you now have the ability to like travel through sand like a little worm like go through sand okay um and you can use that to spring out of the sand or to 
go between platforms. So instead of like jumping onto a platform, you can literally go through a platform and rocket yourself off the other top. If there's like dirt in the platform, you can, uh, there are different like sandwormy enemies that try to get you, but you can use their paths to like speed up and stuff. And so there's a bunch of ways that you now, instead of going around the level platform, you can literally just go through the level. And nice. I was like, oh, but that also means there's hidden treasures and things literally on the bottom of the map or on different outside areas. Um, but with that said, it was super cute. Uh, you end up meeting a like a little bird man who sells maps. And he's like, oh, this is my map. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> like all the characters are incredible. Um, yeah, the, the, the trailer they showed, some of those enemies and some of the characters are just like, holy shit, this looks great. And so... <laughs> The stuff that the stuff that we played was awesome. It looked it looked fantastic. Great. I'm just still blown away by how pretty it is. I, I yeah, really right? am. It looks it's gorgeous. <laughs> I actually managed to uh, find the buttons, and I showed people in the stream what the trailer bit looked like that we kind of saw, and uh, nice. it's very pretty. So yeah, hope y'all enjoyed that. Buttons. That's why I seem so scatterbrained. Um, <laughs> after Ori, what did we see? Uh, oh, let's see here. Some Activision stuff. What was this? Mm-mm-mm. Um. What is this that we saw? I, while we talk about Xbox, um, yeah. managed to play some indie games they had. Uh, oh, yeah. Wargroove is very, very cool. It's by the guys who made Starbound. It's a Chucklefish game. Oh, okay. Um, and the premise is you I'm trying to think of what the, the the what the type of game it is. It's basically it's a tactical game where you are um it's advanced wars. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh it, where you pick an army and you can either be like a like a cool warrior class or you can be a plant person that looks very much like the plant people in Starbound. You can be um, sort of like a demon. Like there's a bunch of different, I think there were 10 or so different races you could be. Okay. And you can either do uh, co-op or you can play against someone or there's the main story mode. And it's it was like, one, looked great. Two, one of the units you can summon for every race is a dog unit, but they all look different. And when you play as one race, they're called doggos. And when you play as another race, they're like little <laughs> tiny yippy plant people. Um, oh my god, it's so cute. There's, uh, it, it was it was a game that was like pretty awesome strategy and had a very cute sort of pixely Starbound vibe to it, which I liked. And uh, that was that was very fun. Uh, we played Children of Morta. Okay. Children of Morta is somewhere How does between. That sound familiar? Um. We might have talked about it in the past. I've definitely played it at, at previous conventions. Okay. It is a game that you play as... The basic conceit is it's kind of like Diablo, where you're dungeon crawling, but you play as a family, and it's a family of adventurers going through and exploring this dungeon, unlocking this mystery, and each family member has a different ability. So the little girl's like a magic user, and uh, the sister shoots arrows, and one of the brothers is like a rogue, and then there's like the, the badass with a shield and sword, and then there's like the old man who's like, I can look at the relics and stuff. Everyone has a role. And they all have stamina, too. 
So you can't keep using the same family member over and over and over again. Even if you're in co-op with a friend, you have to keep switching eventually because your people will just slowly lose stamina or whatever they called it, but mm. they need to sleep. And so uh, you like the gameplay is really solid. Everything feels great. The world and the monsters you fight are really cool. It's very pixelated, um, but it's, it's, it's a very cool game. And the story is one of those Dark Souls vibe stories where okay. as you discover things, you unlock what's happening and you come across rituals and ceremonies that are going on and I like that I that idea. I like the way they're telling the story is it's it's something that you stumble upon and mm. it leads you down another path, which leads you down another path. And it's also one of those things where the maps are very, very big. So you don't necessarily have to go everywhere, but if you do, you'll be rewarded for it, that kind of thing. Right. And so I thought that was very cool. Um, yeah, so that was Wargroove and Children of Morta for those two games. Nice. Cool. Um, so uh, where I was trying to... Um go chronologically um sure. we saw from software's uh new game oh yeah uh, Sekio, mm -hmm. uh, shadows die twice uh that looked really interesting uh, as far as game set in feudal japan i mean i feel like we've already got one of those on the way which um, one was this con was this <laughs> i feel so dumb like was this the one where at the end they were being raided by the mongols or is this the one where no, that was Sony, right? No. Yeah, that not yeah, this one. and that's the whole thing. When in feudal Japan, and you well, have the, the game. What was this one? The, <laughs> what was uh, this one? This is the one that's uh, being published by it's the, Activision. It, samurai with a robot arm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Which, All right. You know, because we can't possibly have enough robot arm ever. <laughs> uh, that's um, the thing. The, I don't know when that trend's gonna die, but the thing <laughs> that was interesting for me about that is mm -hmm. that neo came out and everyone was like oh this is like dark souls except it's set in japan and it's based right. off of like an actual guy that it, like existed right and it makes me go when did they start working on this game because yeah. how far this behind looks, the curve are we <laughs> well this this looks like they saw neo and were like we could do that, <laughs> but I'm sure that's not. I'm sure that's not what happened. But that's how it feels because people have enjoyed Neo so much, you know. Yeah. Right. No, I, so. I totally feel you on that. Um, after that, let's see. We went. Is Metro so, next? Yeah, I believe it was. Yo. Um, the Metro Exodus trailer. Uh, mm. Vicious Wasteland. Played it. Uh, yeah. I will simply say that when I left, the dev said I got the furthest of anyone who's played the game so far at the oh conference. Oh my! That's I know. I felt really good. Um, so basically, the first off, one of my favorite parts about the demo that I played is the fact that you, it starts with you on a train, and the whole point is like you're leaving Russia. You're finally RDM or whatever his name is. Like you're finally leaving Russia. You're getting out of there. Uh, the first two games are sort of set in the underground of Russia. And dealing with this weird alien menace, that kind of thing. This one, you are getting out of Russia and you're going off into the countryside. So uh, right away, you start on this train and your train slams into a blockade. And you run into the uh, main engine room and all the characters meet. They're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of here? Right off the bat, my favorite part of this was that every character had either a semi-good or terrible Russian accent, except for one, who was Aww. Steve Bloom. It was literally just Steve Bloom. And he's like, with his Steve Bloom voice, totally out of nowhere. And he's like, 
I'll be down in the engine room. I'm Steve Bloom. And you're just like, all right, sure. <laughs> so, so love it. Yeah. So, um, you jump off the train, you have your, your gas mask as usual. There are at least when I, I was playing with the controller, which I was shocked that I was doing. Um, <laughs> but there are what they had you know, and you're just like, yeah, yeah they just had a controller and yeah. I was like, all right. Um, buttons one through zero were all bound to things. So you had to like right trigger, right trigger and left trigger gain access to a B X Y. Each of those had maybe like a thousand things on them. So I was Oof. like, Oh boy, here we oh, go. No. But with that said, it, once I got into it, it all seemed pretty like, all right, I know what I'm doing. This is, this is the gas mask. This one does this. Um, the weapons that they allowed you to use is you had your pistol and you can modify it and you can do things to it. Uh, a, AK-47 question mark and then a pump action gun that used air to like shoot bullets which was pretty neat um, the biggest thing that they added was now you don't have to find workshops you can literally just use a backpack to do the majority of things so you can Ooh, pull it off handy. your back uh, back and then like make health things or make mm -hmm. certain like upgrades on the fly it only at big Workshop things can you make bullets? Yeah, it was a pneumatic rifle. Thank you, Chad. Only at, at <laughs> big workshops can you re, like make bullets and and like change certain things. Um, but the basic premise was you wander around this wasteland. It's it seemed very open world. It wasn't huge, but it seemed very very big. Um, and there's like crash planes you can go into, and there are monsters walking around trying to mess with you. But the because it's a story game, I ended up going to this church that was in the trailer. Um, and it's these crazy religious zealots and a woman there's like, I can tell you how to get through the blockade, but you have to help me and my daughter escape. And from that point on, you have many options. It seemed very like Deus Exe where it was like, okay, you can either escape without being detected. You can shoot your way out. You can try to clear a path for these people and like get them out of there. Me, I was like, I'm ninjaing this thing. So I literally, <laughs> because uh, Metro lets you collect everything. Mm. I went around and all the traps they had and all of the, they had a bunch of string that had cans on them. So if you touch them, it would like start making noise. All I did was take all the cans and like put them in my back. I was like, mm -mm, all these cans are mine. I'm going to use them. So I took all the cans, snuck out, wasn't detected, made it to a boat, giant fish attacked me. Screamed louder <laughs> than I've ever screamed before. Uh, yeah, it was, it's definitely an interesting uh, demo. I didn't get to play all of it. There was, I had to meet a guy on a crane and I almost made it there, but they were like, sorry, we're out of time. But, um, it was, it was like really fun. It's one of those things where ammo is something you need to conserve. I learned that because I tried to fight giant rat monsters and they straight up just like took a hundred shots a piece. And I was like, okay, I should be fighting these guys. And I had to run away because I was out of ammo and I got, <laughs> I got to a point where I had nothing. I had nothing to fight with, so I just had to hit guys with the butt of my gun and hope it killed them. So, yeah, I learned a lot of valuable lessons, but um, it looks great. It it plays better than the first two, and uh, I'm really oh, curious goodness. what the actual final game will be like. But it was it was great. I'm really looking forward to that one coming out. I've played the previous two, uh, but I feel like I need to actually go back and replay some of them in order to you know, give an accurate comparison when the next one comes out, but they're so long. So yeah. that's, mm. it, that's going to take a long but, time, but you can go back to the underground and get an awesome lap dance from like a mutant, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. Go to the, go to the mutant bathhouses. Those are great. 
Um, the next game that um, I actually kind of skipped one, uh, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, is it? Oh, yes. What did that do? Oh, oh my did God. Did you play that one as well? Wait, you said Cap it's only like two hours long, but you've played part of it at the convention? We didn't play any of it. We, it was, it was, uh, we sat in the room and then oh. the devs asked us what we want to do and the room made choices. So the way the game- I was about to be like, I don't want to play this with you anymore. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, know I literally <laughs> I literally don't know anything except for the fact that uh, the story takes place in the world of Life is Strange. It's the prequel to Life is Strange 2, uh, which to me means at it's the, the end of this- all of it then. It's, I, I believe it's- Well, no, no, be... no, like the next, not before the storm, like Life oh. is Strange 2. Oh. Um, and so to me, that means that there's probably going to be a sci-fi paranormal element at the end of this, I hope. Fingers crossed. Because it's sure. why well, say it's in the Life is Strange world if nothing weird happens. Um, <laughs> but the premise is you are a young boy and your dad uh, is kind of a drunk and he only really cares about watching basketball and stuff. But he also is like not a shitty father. He's just not a like good one. You mean he like definitely... Chloe's stepfather? Well, he doesn't what? beat the shit out of this kid, but he does, like, he doesn't pay he has attention an to him. Problem. Yeah, right. he does. But he, but what he does is he sort of uh, placates the son because the son truly believes that he's Captain Spirit and he can do magic things. So the dad will be like, "Oh, you got me!" Oh, and you know he'll play Aww, along. Um, it's sweet. very very cute. But uh, what it is is it's all in his head kind of thing. So the thing we did, oh. there are many different adventures you can go on. Uh, but the one that they showed us is we went to the boiler room and he fought his enemy water eater. And um, of course, spoiler, it's the water heater at the end, but it's right. all in his mind and like a whole scenario happens. But one of the things that that was great is at the very, very beginning, they let you design what Captain Spirit looks like. So he's like, I need oh, to make a costume. Cool. And our stupid room, I was so, I, I literally <laughs> shouted it out after we were done. So it was like, what should my mask be? And everyone in the room's like, a helmet, an awesome helmet. And they're like, okay, helmet. It's like, what should my, what should my clothing be? And they're like, armor, awesome armor. And like, okay. And like, what should my um, uh, colors be? And everyone's like, dark. We literally just created Batman. I was like, you guys are so boring. We just made Batman. <laughs> I we thought, just made Batman. I and, thought yeah. maybe uh, it was because like his little drawn on mask is all sketchy i thought maybe it gives you the option to like draw whatever you want on his face and somebody was going to be like put a dick on it i'm glad that that's no, not what happened didn't, no <laughs> but the, but there's like you can make colorful versions and you can make like thin armor you can change him however you want and i was very excited about that i thought that was very very cute um but yeah i don't know what the actual story of the game is i just know it's one of those things where he goes on adventures in his mind and he makes stuff up uh about those adventures to cover up for his mom who i think is left them question mark i don't know okay. i don't know what happened with the mom but they live in what appears to be the middle of effing nowhere yeah it's like in a trailer and he has a tree it, house that yeah it's I, like a I, very small yeah. house on the middle of the woods and it's a lot of snow i have no idea what's going on but i'm ready to learn more it seemed very very cute um all the acting was as you know great as the the previous Life is Strange, so I'm I'm ready to see what this is. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. Don't nod did really well with the last two, so I'm just like, eh, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Um, after that, I believe we had what did we have after that? Uh, 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 I'm trying to think. Um, we saw some um, some uh, near 
there was like an update i think for oh it, or yeah, yeah 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 coming to xbox right yeah so it was just yeah. like a kind of a blip announcement um the thing that i saw i think three times in the e3 conferences was the new kingdom hearts yo can we that's can we talk about <laughs> japanese trailers do not translate well to a western audience those trailers are unbearable in just every aspect from the fact that it's like all the dialogue is clips that for some reason they thought made sense when put together they do not then cut into the music and the music is over the top the dialogue oh, becomes yeah. more over the top and then you get ridiculous moments where it's just like mickey and oh god i can't i'm gonna play it i'm probably you gonna love it kingdom hearts is already like a ridiculous yeah. yes but so the, the trailers, trailers are going to be bad here's the thing is oh. that i can't even tell if that trailer made sense or not because i haven't played the side games and that that trailer was made expecting you to know who all of these other characters are yeah. like when everybody was at the end when chat was exploding into people going oh, it's aqua i was like i don't fucking i don't <laughs> i don't know who that is no. <laughs> the, the fact that there are characters who so. died in kingdom hearts 2 who are back in this one i'm just like i can't i just don't know i don't know what's going on anymore i just but don't it's know not like anyone would ever uh bring out a game and give you like all the old characters or anything like that also oh, oh my god also <laughs> for the record for the record the entire i think it was during the xbox one where they did frozen yeah the, the fact that they literally had a, they had to show you in the trailer like oh yes hello we are frozen and uh do you know who these people are? Like, no, I've never seen them before. And Sora's is just like, oh, you can you freeze people? people. And she wow. literally just recites lines from the movie. And you're just like, no, we're all aware of what this is. We don't need to know this. None of us needed to know this. The entire world is aware of what Frozen is. You do not need to tell us over and over again. Oh, God. It's what just... freaked me out was the, it seemed like what we were shown in the Microsoft conference was kind of like shorter it was a almost a condensed version, but it was it was pretty lengthy. Um, mm. The trailer and and small gameplay, whatever they wanted to show us. Um, and then when we saw it again in the I Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean part, that was what blew my mind because I was like, what? The oh, beginning that was, was in, all uh, that was in the second one. Yeah, yeah, that you was got in the to do that in the second one. Yeah, in the second one, it was different, and because I, I was just like, "Well, is this Kingdom Hearts?" But it's like, "But I've already seen Kingdom Hearts." But is this Kingdom Hearts? Because the trailer music's the same, and all of a sudden, Johnny Depp is in my wow. ear, and then then they have the big song again, blah, 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 blah. and I'm just like, "Oh no, make it stop!" I know, the song like is in the, the my, most out of place song in the horrible. history of songs. It was horrible. I like. I the feel Kingdom like Kingdom Hearts always has like a song that they. They will play to death you know yeah but, right. but that's to. like the intro song and you usually have like a cool like graphic thing over it and you're like oh well that was a fun intro to this game i can't wait to see what it's about the fact that they keep using it over and over and over again with scenes that do not match what has happened the song does not match scenes of like sora battling jack skellington or other fucks <laughs> you're like what is happening right now the thing that was killing me in that trailer not to just harp on the trailer constantly but the thing that was killing me about that trailer is the point where they really wanted to highlight the music they just took all of the sound effects out but you could but they kept the dialogue yeah yes. weird. fucking weird i was like are the did they forget to put the sound effects in no no but that's they what i'm saying about the japanese trailers like i see that if you go watch japanese trailers that's sort of like the thing and I never understood why. It drives me crazy. 
because it's like just edit it better <laughs> just like make it you could have made this better the quality is awful but i'm still gonna buy it and the rest of the world's still gonna buy it so what the hell am i complaining about also, the um, Kingdom Hearts, I, I don't think we saw this in the, in the first conference, but I'm going to mention it anyway because I don't want to have to mention Kingdom Hearts again because uh, mm. I feel like we've, yeah, we're fair. starting Let's a drinking the game. <laughs> uh, the Kingdom Hearts Edition PlayStation. Whoa. Like the Yo, big wait, hold pop on. that came hold out. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no. I got to look this up. I, didn't, I don't remember looking at this. It happened during the second Kingdom conference, Hearts. I believe. Or maybe it was during the Sony conference. Yeah, maybe, I was... maybe I passed out after they announced that they were remaking 1.5, <laughs> 2.5, and 2.8 into one game. And I was like, and I died. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, th- I want to say it was during the Sony conference. Um, right after the end of the trailer and presentation that they did, they did this big, like, vroom. And then it's like, bye. The, you can pre-order or coming soon the uh, Kingdom Hearts Special Edition console. And I'm just like, okay, this year we weren't going to talk about hardware. And then you went and talked about hardware. <laughs> Yo, the Kingdom Hearts PlayStation Pro looks huge. beautiful, though. It does it look pretty. gorgeous. But how much do they want for it? Uh, I'm going to say $500. I have no idea. I, I don't uh, know. Neither I do I. It out there. One million dollars. One million dollars. It's At like the, the, the Final Fantasy 15 car. Oh, God. People who don't remember, they sold the car from the game. Do you remember that? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> after that was uh, Forza. Do yeah. Oh, either that's, right. I'm so Forza? glad I predicted that uh, once again a man would fuck a car on stage. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite part of the of the Xbox conference every year. A man comes out and he's like, "Have you ever looked at cars and want to stick your dick in one?" You're like, "No, but okay." I have. I think that's. I think that's what he talked about. I feel like that's every like this beautiful track. It gets wet when it rains. <laughs> You're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> every year. I am I more it. looking forward to the uh, the game that Ubisoft are bringing out um, where you can drive a car and you can also fly a plane and uh you can do other things. Um, I'm actually looking more forward towards that than than Forza. I feel like we've done enough Forza <laughs> games. Yeah. But Every for people year. who enjoy a beautiful car and uh, doing things, yeah. Great. Awesome for you. So, that, yeah, that's what happened there. <laughs> I, I, We're I super informative. I feel like I don't understand who the car buying people are, like the car game buying people, but they must exist because those things sell like crazy mm, it's the same yeah. thing with farm simulator I'm like who the fuck's buying farm simulator shit sells out every time people go crazy over that game <laughs> who knew mm. uh okay the part that happened after that was kind of a bit heartbreaking for me in a way uh it was basically microsoft saying guess what all your favorite studios that made all those great games last year we bought them yeah that's so, right. Where there were like five game teams, we bought them. You're yeah. like, oh. I cool. I've been such a huge fan of Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, and I just they just went up and bought them. I was like, they won a BAFTA, they won a video game award, and I get it. Getting the buy from Microsoft, sure, that'll give you the funding to make other games. But are yeah. they actually going to keep you intact? Are they going to break you up? Are they going to force you to work with other people? Well, Microsoft has been 
pretty good compared to EA about that. I don't yeah. know that we have any horror stories of Microsoft destroying studios for failing, but I don't know. Maybe I just can't seem to recall any at the moment. I just worry. Anytime that there's a, a game that I really enjoy, I'm always looking forward to what they're releasing next. And it's like, oh, we're not releasing anything next because now we're part of the Microsoft team. And uh, the, the thing I don't like the most is I have a tendency to believe that they're going to make a lot of those things Xbox exclusive and not right. release stuff on PC. I mean, Fingers crossed, because, you know, they want to ship that whole Windows store, Windows game well, thing store. Everyone in chat is saying that they destroyed Rare, but I'm... That is a good case study there, actually, but it's an old case like, study, though. Yeah, as far as I know, Rare was pre in pretty bad shape to I begin with when say, Rare Microsoft was got them. Doing well. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft bought them for the library, I believe was the case. They didn't buy them because they were expecting them to make new games that sold. But I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of that. Same. Yeah, Rare was in a bad place to begin with. Uh, I don't know. I, In my mind, if it means that they get to, they're able to make whatever game they wanted to make next, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. As long I just, as they I, just kind of... I want the, the dirty clutches out of the game. <laughs> I just want to let yeah. them do what they... It's always hard to yeah. know whether or not they're going to let them do their thing. Right. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, I hope, because some of the indie stuff that they have done has turned out really, really well. So, mm. I mean, they let the Cuphead guys do their thing, and Cuphead kicked ass. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, the next thing was some Tales of Vesperia. I believe it's, like, getting a remaster. Yes, I feel so, like, the Tales games are awesome. I they feel are. terrible for uh, the chat that was watching it because they were just like, anime sucks! And I was like, guys. <laughs> They're like, weeb game, what? Yeah, I was like, get over it. Oh, my God. Everyone was losing their mind. Like, all these anime games. Literally at the beginning of the conference, they were like, we have a lot of titles from Japan this year coming to Xbox. Yeah. They told you what was going to happen. People were like, cartoons with boobs i don't know how to feel it was like <laughs> calm down fuck damn it was, it was a lot that just happened someone just gift that <laughs> cartoons with boobs that's, i don't know how to feel i have a feeling that's going to be like the highlight the the top <laughs> highlight of the stream right here that's, that's gonna be i that felt is. that way before i don't know how to feel yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> uh after that i believe we got into doo -doo 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 -doo. it's difficult for me to remember uh the division two which sure. is you know not right. really like news. is the division yeah it's the division again. but again <laughs> um yeah. in a different place that's yeah the, kind of the, the game with no political agenda the division right. i mean <laughs> every year they're like america DC, has but, gone to uh. shit <laughs> every year they start the conference the exact same way like america it's fucked up and only you can save it and you're like are you trying to tell me something right now <laughs> it's like you think it's the purge that's the the vibe i get is every oh every time it's like oh Clearly, something needs to happen, but it seems like it's set in like a purge world. It's right. strange. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. The, okay, Microsoft did a lot of games, so I know it probably feels like we're spending 
a lot of time. Wasn't it some like they, 52 games or something they, they said that they... They blew through a bunch of indies, like I yeah. said, with uh, Wargroove and Children of Morda. I, like, those were two that I managed to get to play. But at their event, they had tons of stuff. It, most of them are games that are already that already exist. So uh, they were really hyping up um, uh, Warhammer, uh, uh, Vermintide. That was, that was big. They were showing off... Uh, Man, God, I can't remember half of them. They had a bunch that were just like all over the place. Yeah. A lot so of indies this year. I'm going to run through the, I guess, the big list of what was shown at the Microsoft conference. And you sure. guys just stop me if you feel like talking about something because cool. I know we're yeah, spending forever it. on this one. Um, so we talked about the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Um, Battletoads. Oh, that's Battle right. Toads. Oh, yeah, Battletoads. That's I'm I met some guy in a Battletoads shirt who was so so excited and i literally Aww. was just like i'm glad i'm glad you're happy dude i'm happy for you but that that showed us nothing and i hope it's as good as in your mind it is because it's gonna be amazing it better be amazing otherwise we will riot <laughs> you know what they should do i'm just putting this out there yes. contact the dragon uh, uh the double dragon neon team if they can make hell yeah if they can make a battle toads that ha was as much fun and like utterly silly as double dragon neon where the game guys double dragon neon ends with a one of the greatest songs in the history of video games i'm just i'm not i'm just saying go google the last level watch it yourself truly one of the most phenomenal things i've ever seen in a video game uh jay kaufman killing it the music in that game is great but yeah they could do that and make it just fun the games that could be fun what no, no. that's not what game is about um <laughs> After that, uh, Cuphead got the new playable character and bosses. Yes. Exciting. Uh, that looks awesome. There's it, new content. Yeah. New content uh, for Cuphead great. is always a good time. I, I'm not the biggest, I guess, platform player. I, I don't. I don't. I, mean, I couldn't tell you why. I mean, it's not like I ever had some sort of ever present influence over the past twelve years that possibly got me away from playing platformers. But I don't. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Who, who knew who that guy was? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, I love the art style. The art style gets me every time. I'm such a sucker for it, and so I'll load it up every once in a while, and I'm like, man, this is hard, uh, and I'll complain. It is, it is hard, but it's one of those things where <laughs> I will simply – I want to say it's one of those things where once you learn it, you can go back and beat it, but when Krenner and I played, we ended up playing through it on the day it launched, and I guess there was a bug that reset us back, like four or five Ooh. stages. So mm -hmm. the next day we went back to go beat the game, and as Dodgers aware, we definitely didn't do it because those three or four stages that we had to beat still were tough. Like we knew what we had to do and we still had a hard time doing it. And even mm -hmm. Dodger who like destroyed it on her own when she came to play with me, two player is much different and much more difficult than single player. Aww. Like it is a pain in the ass that game. That game is so fun though. Right? Well, so fun. I'm, new I'm content excited. for a fun game is I know. always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Crackdown 3, uh, a lot of Terry Crews yelling. You know what? I love Terry Crews. That Me game too. looks stupid as hell, but Terry's great. So I'm looking forward to Crackdown 3. I I really want to play it, but again, it's the same situation that we had with a couple other games. I don't feel like we saw much that was new. It, mm. right. same, same kind of stuff that we saw the previous year, really. Um, and probably the biggest thing that people talked about after the Microsoft conference was uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh! 
Um, yeah, you just let me know when you want me to talk. I okay, said I, yeah. I, I went to a 50-minute demo. I know okay. everything. So we're going to circle right back to that. I'm just going to finish reading through this list, and then we're going to sure. get into that one a bit deeper. Um, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, so I, I was getting really upset initially because I was just like, we don't want him. We want Dante. And then finally at the end, it's like, Dante. Yeah. So happy. Um, Division 2, we've already kind of talked about a little bit. Uh, Dying Light 2, because at this point, all these game, it's like take a take a word and take a word and put two after it. And that is most of the games that happened at these conferences. I'm going to get so confused calling Dying this game Light that two? game. And this, yeah, like, Dying Light 2. Real talk, look yeah. kind of awesome. Like, it looks kind of cool. No, I'm, I'm happy that it does. Uh, I want to say, if I can find it. Yeah, so that's uh, Techland. I want to say um, that Chris Avalon might have something to do with that one this time around. Uh, yeah, yeah, written by. Yes, is what and chat that says. is why that is why I'm looking forward to it the most. Um, I remember when I saw the trailers and stuff for it um, during the Snarkathon. I believe Chris came out during one of the conferences. I want to say it was actually the Bethesda conference that Chris came out and talked. And I had to, it made me weep so badly. After the fact, because I had to hold it together because I'm like snarking and hating on people. But it made me so sad that so many people didn't know who Chris Avalon was. And mm. I'm just like, do you not play video games? Like <laughs> Icewind Dale, you know, Fallout? Uh, do you not play Baldur's Gate? Torment? Any games set in the sort of Dungeons and Dragons universe? Mm. So, yeah, um, because Chris is involved uh, for the story, I have a feeling that I will enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it looks really, really cool. Uh, let's see. Let me get back to my list. Uh, Fallout 76, I think we'll probably have more to talk about on that later. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. Uh, Gears of War, the uh, first gameplay trailer. So, Kate is getting her journey, and a lot of people raged about it because... I guess female centric game. I was I was watching on, thing. I was watching on Mixer at the time, which it was oh, a new is experience. That, is that that's a thing? I keep on. It hearing was a new experience that a for thing. me. Yeah. Um, the but I will say for some reason the Xbox conference on Mixer really high quality. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, weird. But, huh. Um, but the chat on Mixer was like losing their. They were not okay. They were not okay. Is it's it just because like... of the story? Is literally that's it was like no a guy literally said no one wants to be a girl. That's what a man <laughs> oh. just said that. No one wants no one wants to be a girl was what he shouted. And I was like All Don't right. They, haven't the Gears games had like a primary female driven story? Well the last the past? last one, I mean the last one, she was a main character, but I think I don't think there has been any like you play as the. Girl. I am the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I saw the same thing in Twitch chat. Just people being like, "Ugh, strong female protagonist." I was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> yeah, I had no idea why people were like being so upset about it, and I just kind of went ahead and snarked on it for the fact of you know how people were spelling Kate's name, and I thought that was funny. Because people were, they didn't even care enough about her to know that her name is spelled like K-A-I-T. But whatever. 
it's people people yeah i don't look, people look, i don't know people be crazy they do um so you know how we were talking about mobile gaming uh the gears of war mobile game uh announced Christ. with a funko pop twist because let's also bury that franchise as well shall we it's like cnc gears of war it's like you're you're taking some of the big hitters there and funneling them down into a mobile experience I, I know they got to compete, but with Funko Pop things, I truly hate Funko Pop. Do you like the way it, they all look? I just don't. I'm like, it is Beanie Babies. I'm, it's just Beanie Babies, and I don't I'm, like them. I'm not surprised that they're doing it because Legos. Lego, sorry, that's not Funko Pop. That is, I know, uh, I know, I know. It's toys. That is one of a kind <laughs> awesomeness. I know that. <laughs> look, look together forever. <laughs> They're wonderful. <laughs> they are wonderful. But those, but those aren't like Funko Pop. Oh, those I know. Are, I just wanted to show how the head was. Those like are Julian Pop to the body. And yeah, <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't. They're everywhere. Yeah. I'm just like. So that game. They're all numbered because you have to collect them all. I'm like, I hate you, Funko Pop. I hate you. Things that require you or want you to buy other things. I, mm, I don't know. Tie-ins. Corporate tie-ins. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, that game is coming to iOS and Android in 2019. Uh, we saw Gears Tactics. There's so announced. many games at Xbox. Just the Coalition, yeah. Halo Infinite, uh, Jump Force, because you want Naruto, Dragon Ball, One Piece, and Death Note. Yo, all that had over. some of the craziest lines at E3. I, I bet. for the for the record, for the record. By the way, I don't know if anyone else knows this. It was my one joy the entire conference. Every time an anime game showed up, people were like, "Boo!" Oh, no. off the, the screen. Insane. The they minute all they showed it, Jump they Force, people were like, it. oh my god, it's everything I ever wanted. It's like, <laughs> you fake bastards, get out of here. <laughs> oh, um, I hate anime cartoons. <gasps> oh my god, it's One Piece. And you're like, you're gross. Get out of here. I hate you, internet. Yeah, I, I was a little confused by this game because they made J-Stars like a couple of years ago and it was terrible. Mm. And now they're basically doing the exact same thing, but giving it a different name. So I'm like, pretty much the lines are crazy. People were so hyped for this game. It didn't even look all that good. <laughs> I was like, all right, sure. Uh, you don't know, Jesse, it might be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It might, it might, it might be. Who am I to judge? After that was Just Cause 4. Rico is back and he's still crazy. Uh, Yeah. Just Cause, great. like, the uh, we went to the Just Cause demo. We didn't get to play, but they like played it for you. Um, I'm not sure. Like, you? Oh man. Well, it was one of those things where like you go in and they show you the, but uh, it was two devs and 90% of the demo was them fooling around in the world. Like, all right, so we're gonna do, we're gonna use this rocket booster thing and we're gonna take this, and they were just like causing chaos in the world, and it was very entertaining. But I learned very little about the game. <laughs> I couldn't tell you a day. I was like, oh yeah, they made that one. A crane into like a wrecking ball and spun it around the map and it like took down planes and shit. That was cool. And it was like, okay, so what's every the story? Time, every time they show a Just Cause game, I'm like, it's okay, it's the same. And then I tune out. Yep. <laughs> so that was me yeah. during Just Cause. But, but parachutes um, and wingsuits and tornadoes. Oh my. That's literally what it is. Yeah. So the, the, the basic gist of what I got is there's a level with a tornado that is really cool looking. And then over the course of the entire map is a battlefront that moves back and forth depending on what you do between two factions. 
And so there's like a war going on. You can just like F with them the entire time if you want to. That's pretty much all I learned. Other than that, it's like Rico's back and you're going to blow shit up. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, we've already kind of talked about. Uh, Metro Exodus, we've already talked about. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, we've already talked about. And uh, then we had some PUBG on Xbox One, uh, the new Sandhawk map this summer. Uh, and let's see, Sea of Thieves update, um, ancient yeah, two Google. DLCs, but they didn't tell us what they are Anything at all. about them. Yeah. yeah. They just showed more skeletons. I was like, nobody wants more skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a thing. And, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Sekio Shadows Die Twice, which we've talked about. And then they went hard on the whole Xbox One game pass, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and their fast start feature, making your Game Pass titles load faster. So, yeah, we are just really trying to deal with PlayStation at the moment. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's come back up and, Jesse, you can give us a little bit on what you saw for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I see Dukes has a Cyberpunk statue behind yeah? him right now. Sam got Ooh. to do the thing. I didn't get to do the thing, but Sam... You mean Aww. this Cyberpunk statue? Yeah. Um, so let's see uh the way the demo they showed uh, basically started with the fact that at the very very beginning um they created a character and it was one of those things where they immediately were like you can make the character you want to make you're not going to play Geralt this time you're literally v is a character that can be either male or female um and you can change the way they look you can give them different hair you can give them different like like uh, body parts and things like that. I'm not sure if you can give them different modifications at the beginning. I was going to ask that. But what you can do is the setup, at least from what they showed, is literally like you're playing an RPG. There's a screen that has stamina, constitution, intelligence, uh, all the stats, and then street cred, which is a core mechanic of Cyberpunk, which is basically like how cool everyone in the world thinks you are. Amazing. Or how badass. And street cred is not only raised through doing missions, but it's also raised by the clothes you wear. So, for example, when you go over, like, a jacket, it has the list of the stats, but it also has the street cred, cred number. So when you put it on, everyone's like, oh, shit, that guy's a badass. <laughs> so, um, I love it. Yeah, already I was like, I'm totally in. This is great. So then um, it isn't just rep. Even though it, it uh, has the vibe of, like, when you complete quests, it, it bumps it up and, you know, you get, like, street cred plus one. Uh, there's more to it than that, but at its base level, it's kind of like the more street credit you have, the more access to quests you get, the more people will want to talk to you, the more things you can buy. Um, so the way the demo worked is you were a, uh, you were playing as, we played as female V, and the guy who's with you, I don't remember his name, but he was basically like stereotypical uh, Mexican, like gangster dude who's with you. Um and so, like, every third word he says is, like, cholo or something. Like, whatever. But, uh, you know, whatever. The whole So, the two of you go on a mission where you're trying to recover a, I want to say, just rich person. I don't know if they have a social status, but it's just a rich person who's been kidnapped by this gang who's going to sell her parts, her body parts, for money. And so, you break in, you start gunning down this place, and they showed you the fight mechanics. And it's very uh, first-person, like, shooter, but it sort of has the same vibe as Deus Ex. Except okay. the cover option doesn't put you in third person. So, um, and, and at this point in time, all we had was just the gun and the, uh, like, looking down sight. But we didn't, we didn't have any, um, 
like zooms or any scans or anything at this point in time. So you're going around, you're, you're shooting up this place. And uh, at one point in time, a guy hides behind a wall and there's, it's the mechanic from uh, Siege where he's shooting through the wall and you can shoot back through the wall if you want. But the scenario is like we went outside and around the window and we threw a grenade and like blew this dude up. Um, then you go in and you find this girl who's in a bathtub and everyone in this room is just naked and possibly dead. So already you're like, okay, this is a mature game. There's just nips everywhere. And so right. you pick this girl up to carry her outside and you make the call to the ambulance. Like, hey, we need the paramedics here. You pick this girl up for the first time in any video game ever. There was a nipple in the lower, lower third of the screen for maybe a good minute and a half. Just, <laughs> there was nothing sexual about it because you're just carrying yeah. her out of this building. But like, there's just a nip just right there. And you're like, all right. <laughs> um, so you take her outside, you lay her down. And the paramedics show up and they show up in an armored car with guns. And they're like, get away. So apparently in the future, the only people who can afford paramedics are super rich. And they're paid to like make sure no one touches the body. And like they give you, it was pretty cool. Interesting. Um, then there was a cutscene that's all in third person where it's sort of you dealing with the aftermath and how because you pulled off this mission, this this guy who's sort of like a gangster, like big shot, recognizes you and wants to have a meeting. So he sends you on this meeting and um, right away you have that very Witcher vibe where it's like, okay, sure, you can go to the meeting, but you also have to go over here and do this thing. There's also this thing. And if you want to go upgrade your parts, you can go do that too. So we went to upgrade our parts and... Um, the minute you sit down and talk to this doctor who's also an engineer and the doctor's like, okay, uh, I'm going to give you like a cool eye implant thing. And then we're going to give you something cool on your hand. So he gives you an injection on your arm. And then this little robot thing starts working on your arm while you're having this conversation with this guy. You can barely make out what's going on in your arm, but it clearly doesn't hurt because you're just talking to him. And then he pulls right. out your eyeball and then you see the vision of your eye as you, it moves away from you and he puts it in a oh, machine creepy. and the, the thing like Weird. starts messing with the eyeball and he gives you a scan and a zoom. So now you have that. And there was a big menu of options you could buy. Um, so you basically can mod out your body. And I'm very curious what the long-term aspect of that is, because I believe the whole thing is cyberpunk is like the more robot you become, the less human you are kind of deal. Right. Totally. And so I want to know what that, yeah. Like what happens there? Um, so we had a zoom and we had uh, a scanner. And then when you look down your hand again, your palm now is all like roboted out and it gives you faster reflexes and you can hold your weapon differently. And so you can do better things with your gun. Um, so then uh, you got up, we went on this mission where basically we were working for this, this mega corporation that wanted us to uh, buy back some stolen merchandise. And the whole point was we just wanted to get this, this uh, little like robot dog thing, you know, like the uh, you see them being tested right now, except this one was it could hang off walls and has a big gun on its back. And what happens is a bunch of shit goes down. It's unimportant. The guys you fight literally have removed all of their like half their face and now have like spider eyes, which was really cool. But um, the basic point is that what we discovered is that the little robot dog, you can link that to yourself. So now you not only control yourself, but you control the robot dog as well. Oh, and wow. that is a permanent ally that will follow you and hang out with you. And when you leave the area, we'll straight up like boop, 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 and form into a box and get into your car. Uh, there are drones that will fly above cars. Um, it, the open world is gorgeous and beautiful. Uh, we only saw it during the day, so I don't know what it looks like at night. But the open, like, it looks very neon and awesome. But everything inside is all wires and trash and gross because it's like, 
all the facade to keep the outside looking nice, which I think is, I was like, okay, this is cool. That's, um, that's very cyber and and very punk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's everything about it seemed like the basic project, like the the trajectory of the story is you start very small and you're trying to work your way up to become a big shot in Night City, which takes place in Northern California. For those of you who are wondering, <laughs> hmm, um, there you go. yeah, it's very very cool. Everyone who walked out of there was like, holy shit. It looks amazing. The graphics are beautiful. The gunplay was really, really cool. And everything you could do was, again, very deus exy. Where the, the main mission we went on, they were telling us the entire time, like, look, you can shoot your way out. Or you can, and eventually they released the arm implants, just like the, the little figure we have, where you have mm. two giant claws that come out of your arm, where you can hang Sick. off walls. You can, like, jump across shit. You can stab guys with them. Um, but they were like, also you can just hack your way out. Like you can, cause everyone's connected to networks and shit. You can just like hack through guys. You can find out information by hacking into their brain. You can hack into doors. You don't have to fight people. You can be like a ninja and great. sneak your way out. And I was like, cool, great. And, um, none of that has any effect on like, if you're a ninja versus you're shooting guys, none of that has any effect on your, uh, um, street cred. So, like, you don't need to worry, but it will have effect on certain story aspects and things, but it won't have an effect on, like, oh, well, no one saw you being awesome, so no one thinks you're awesome, like, that kind of stuff. People just know right. that you're cool. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's very, very uh, exciting, and uh, we'll probably see it in, like, two years, so <laughs> cool. I want to play it so bad. It looks but I can't even tell you how hype I was for the entire thing. It was incredible. I think everyone was pretty hype for it. Uh, yeah. If I'm honest, I like as soon as the the logo came across the screen, everyone's just like losing it. And I don't know, like I've um, I I heard it's kind of a bit like Saints Rowy sort of um, you know as far as like the street cred sort of a little bit and um, Deus Exe. And, mm -hmm. and so it's like this plus this equals this. And I'm just like, well, yes, these are all things I would like, but I want to see more of it. And we didn't really get to see yeah. any of it during the conference. And yeah, we didn't get to see any of it. And so no. it's like I, I was I was as soon as I saw um, your and your assistant Kristen's uh, Twitter photos from being there at the conference, I was like, oh, great. I'm gonna have to sit down and, and hash out what exactly this game is going to Literally be. Literally yeah. saw it the very, very first appointment I had of E3 was this. And I was like, I've been letting you know all day. People were like, where'd you get those statues? Where's those statues from? We we're like, oh, from Cyberpunk. Some <laughs> oh guy offered God, us $500. Was... For yeah, we were all... like, I was streaming yesterday and this was in the background and literally every five minutes or so, somebody was like, wait, but has she said what that statue is? What is that? Why does it say cyberpunk on it? Did she see cyberpunk? What's, what is that? I was like, Jesus Christ. Wow. People are obsessed. Everyone was, <laughs> it was, it stole the show because it was by appointment only. And only if you had booked in advance, could you get in? Uh, and only, I think the last day they reached out to a bunch of streamers and stuff were like, come look. But <laughs> other than that, most people could not get in and there was one point we went back because we're i'm like good friends with with a lot of the guys at cvp mm -hmm. and so i went back to go hang out with them on um, wednesday night and literally there was a line and some guy walked in and was like i've been waiting here for one hour and they're like yeah oh. but that's the, like the will call line and we can get you in if people don't show up but like we can't promise he's like this is not how it works i've been waiting <laughs> one hour and they're like i'm so sorry he's like in Russia is not like this. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, time to go. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, people like, were freaking uh, out. Are you guys good? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, a lot. It was, it was the game people wanted to see because people couldn't see it. 
Maybe. I think that's what really made it hype. Yeah, people were just like, I can't get in. I must know. Yeah, I agree. Um, aside from uh, Fallout 76, which we're going to talk about a bit more in the Bethesda segment, um, yeah, that was basically it for Microsoft. Tons of games. I think it was something crazy like 52 games, including all the small things that they were showing that they didn't really give a lot of time to. But when you have that many games, you know, how are you going right. to show them all? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so that is that segment. We're going to take a break um, and we're going to give some time to our lovely, lovely sponsor, Squarespace, uh, running an ad with a voice that you might know behind it. Um, stay tuned after the ad, though, because a brand new Co-Optional Animated is coming right after that. Well and we will be back to talk about Bethesda, Ubisoft, Maybe give a slight mention to Devolver. Har, har, har. Rolled the garbage. And, um, yeah. So, stick right here, and we will be right back. As soon as I figure out which button it is. It's officially the year of the dog, which means that you should be celebrating all of the wonderful things that dogs do for us. For instance, letting us know with absolute urgency that the mail truck they see on a daily basis has arrived and may be planning an all-out attack on the house, so we'd best bark at it. Or how about the presence of another dog on the street, minding its own business? This obviously constitutes the end of the world, the worst thing to ever happen, an apocalypse that you, the owner, are not paying anywhere near enough attention to, so we'd best bark at it. Or how about your website? It's clearly not up to scratch, fit for purpose or impressing anybody, so we'd best set you up with a brand new one from Squarespace. Then bark at it. Am I implying that Squarespace is so simple to use that even a dog could do it? Well, why don't you head over to squarespace.com slash cooptional for 10% off your first order and a free trial. See for yourself how simple it is to implement one of hundreds of professionally designed templates. Marvel at the vast selection of domain choices with Squarespace domains, which feature quick and easy setup and no hidden fees. Recoil in surprise to discover that you can purchase dot .dog. Then bark at it. Squarespace lets you build a website for whatever you'd like. If you can dream it, you can make it. And Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 support is there to help you achieve your goals should you get stuck. All of this sounds too good to be true, so much so that it might give you pause. But there are plenty of reasons why so many people use Squarespace for their galleries, blogs, businesses and storefronts. Squarespace powers millions of websites and each of them has their own tale to tell. So sign up today at squarespace.com slash cooptional for 10% off your first order and a free trial. Then bark at it, because after all on the internet, nobody knows that you were a dog the whole time. Squarespace, choose your template, pick your domain, and then make it your own with no experience required. Then bark at it, because Squarespace is so simple, you don't even need opposable thumbs to use it. Though we admit it would help. Squarespace, we can't stop the lawnmower or the mail truck but we will help you make it with Squarespace. Then bark at it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Or should I say... The Bane Optional Podcast. Yes, we merely adopted oh. the podcast... 
I was born in it, molded by it. Talk about the video games. <laughs> I played video games long before you, Dodger. Uh, you see, you're, that's not an impression. That's you just going R into a protein shake. A stop it now. I got a lot of practice doing that when the grudge came out. Uh, oh, Wait, whoa, what, God. What? That's not quite you're the same. It's more like, I was uh, the grudge. You were the grudge. I was the grudge, oh, and then I learned to yes. love and became a real girl. <laughs> we we the used grudge to... that stole Christmas. I remember. <laughs> Her heart we... grew three sizes that day. <laughs> While we were at university, living in a, a house together, there were four of us. We were all pretty chicken shit when it came to horror movies, but we'd occasionally, through the power of peer pressure, get each other to watch them to justify our masculinity. And we watched The Grudge at one point, and for the next two weeks, because we're all fucking shit scared by it, it was people around corners going, ah, sort of, ah. yeah, there you go. You can do it better than I can now, yeah. It was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> that just sounds like working in an old folks' home. Uh, it's, it's fairly similar, yeah. <laughs> uh, and with eventually... <laughs> That's our audience. Our audience is the elderly. They leave us on in nursing homes. That's how we get True. most of our views. <sighs> now you warn me. Great. I'm Great. so sorry. Yeah. Just terrifying. I like Columbo. There we are. That, that'll sort me with them. Oh my God. I also like Columbo. But what? Uh, one more thing, though. Yes. Uh, just, my wife's uh, just a big one more fan. Thing. My wife's a big fan. That was the other one. God, I love him. I just want to point out, as we joke about old people being our number one audience, we all then proceed to just talk about Columbo. <laughs> Columbo, a show that hasn't been on in maybe 20 years. Oh, Columbo. Columbo, I miss you. Yeah, but that Jessica Fletcher, she is a dame. Love her. Solving she mysteries. She needs to move, though. Hot damn. There's a murder in that town, like, every couple of days. They follow her where she goes. She is clearly the murderer. They never yeah, caught her. Yeah. She's just sharpening a knife like, it all went according to plan. And then she writes the new book. <laughs> and yeah. it turns out she was Mrs. Columbo all along. Oh my god. My twist. wife's a big oh fan. It was her the whole time. Of murder. <laughs> what a terrible way to start a podcast. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome Hello. back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Well, speaking of welcome back, hey. Welcome, hi welcome back. Hello. Hi, Mom. Yeah, hi, Mom. <laughs> so, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Co-Optional Animated. I know I did. I loved it. I thought it was very cute. It was very cute. We all got to do our main voice. Oh, hold on. Hold hey, on. where's the cup? <laughs> I drink the water. Oh, we got to do our brain voice. Yeah. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Special. Yep. Okay, so we're at Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda. Um, during Bethesda's conference, we heard a lot uh, about Fallout 76, yep. if you want to dive in. I, um, I mean, I didn't play any of it. I okay. don't know anything other than, like, I didn't see any of it. Uh, the only thing Bethesda had in the, like, media section was Rage. I can talk to you about Rage wow. all day, but I I'm know nothing really about surprised. 76. Um, I mean, aside from the whole boasting, it's four times bigger than Fallout 4. It's like, oh, that's like saying that 
you maybe scored an extra couple points on an SAT. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, if something's already crap, making something four times bigger than crap isn't really appealing. Um, I know I have a lot of hate because of this, but I did not like Fallout 4. I like, I like strong narrative and I like my options, but all of that went out with Obsidian. And I know it's not the Obsidian of days gone by and la la la. But uh, yeah, hopefully 76 is going to fix some of my disappointment issues. Maybe. It won't. Um, it won't. I, I'm positive it won't. Probably not, but I'm, I'm I still hold out hope. That's the that is the the trauma that is Fallout. Is I still have the hope that we're gonna get the game that we waited like what? Seven I just think years it's Fallout for a different a different group of people. Like it's a different genre. Um, it, it is. It's not Fallout anymore. <laughs> they yeah. just they might as well just call it something else. Um, if the franchise wasn't so strong, if the IP wasn't so strong, uh, they probably would. Uh. Yeah, so Fallout 76, I, I, it's going to be set in West Virginia, which is where I was born. Uh, that's not something that I readily admit, you know, when just meeting people or anything, but that's a thing. And they made it out like, oh, it's so pretty, and, and I'm just like, I don't know what West Virginia you guys are. And Jesse, come on. You know, look, I Kentucky. was born in West Wheeling, West Virginia is where I was born. So, okay, all right. Well, West I'm just saying, I've lived in Ohio, Kentucky, and West Virginia. We know the tri state area doesn't look nothing like that. It's like one. Where were the moonshine stills? Didn't see a one. Oh, they're there. Where, oh, they're there. That's part they, of it. They have also, to they be. probably evaporated in the apocalypse. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I do think, while I don't necessarily think it's going to be a good Fallout game, I think i still think it's gonna be fun in my mind i still think it'll be a fun time i like the idea of of playing with a bunch of different people on a server and there being housing that you can build and world like adventures you can create i think including the idea of west virginia or midwestern folklore as enemies mm. like the fact that mothman, mothman is one of the enemies, yes I was... I was very happy about that I was born in Point Pleasant in West Virginia, and so when you go across the bridge, and they only put this in maybe about maybe 15 years ago, uh, the statue of the Mothman that you can like take your photo with and everything, and it was so surreal to see that stuff come up in Point Pleasant because that just never happened. It's like it's not exactly a tourist destination, the Ohio River Valley. It's not a thing. Um, I, I go just, back there once know. in a while. <laughs> how ridiculous it is go watch the movie mothman prophecies oh yeah and just just know there's a scene in that movie where uh where the mothman goes into the phone the guy's like what's in my pocket and the mothman's like chapstick it is, <laughs> it is a scene that happens in this movie i chapstick um it is ridiculous that's the kind of it's not even scary it's like the least scary scary movie there ever was but I was excited they had that, and they have, like, all the different uh, crazy monsters that are in this thing. Um, I think that's fun. I like the idea that that you can literally just nuke the planet, and it's. I think that's really clever that then afterwards you can go in and collect the fallout and use that for stuff. There's a lot of clever things, mechanics in this. I'm like, that's neat. I don't know that it's, it's not going to be an RPG. It's just not. I think the disappointing thing is a lot of people are expecting another Fallout, but they just got a Fallout? 
And yeah. knowing the life cycle of Bethesda, that seems crazy to me that people are expecting a new Fallout immediately. So I don't know. It just, I'm, it, I'm not too fussed, but... It seemed, again, like you said, it seemed it was, you know, so soon after Fallout 4. I mean, obviously, trying to bank on the franchise, that's what you do. But uh, the thing for me was, it's like, it's four times bigger, but you guys have only been in development, what, 18 months, if even? And so what, are we just literally getting Fallout 4 times 4, you know, to yes, get that that's bigger exactly, size? that's exactly what this is. This is Fallout 4. But with but they multiplayer. just put it in West Virginia and they got it out in a year and a half or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And every Absolutely. every human that you'll meet in this game is another player. There's yeah. no NPCs. Yeah. The, I think only, there are the NPCs only NPCs are robots? I, I do yeah. like the fact that the things like the the Mothman and the the different monsters and stuff, those are supposed to all be players. And I think that that's a pretty interesting thing. Are they? I, that's what I heard. Cannot confirm, yeah. but that was one of the things that people, you know, seem to get from it is that some of those in, you know, monsters are supposed to be able to be people or players too either that or maybe it was just a really big speculation hmm. i do think that would add something to it though yeah yeah Who knows? um yeah i i have raged really hard during the snarkathon on 76 mostly because i figured if it was a prequel to all the fallout games that they would maybe i don't know lend something to story nope. but there's supposed to be more options in this game for story but I don't I I have to take it with a grain of salt because nothing is going to be close to yeah. what we had for you know obsidian story right. fallout. This was definitely a very divisive game. All the reactions were either yay or nay. There was no one who was like, "Well, I'll give it a fair shake." Everyone was just like, "This is bullshit." Or everyone was like, "I'm really excited." Um I'll give it a fair shake. <laughs> I'll Same. give it a fair shake. Same. I don't give a fuck about Fallout though. <laughs> so I'll try to give it a fair shake. I mean, I, I do very much like the setting. Uh, I just, I thought it was kind of an odd choice, um, you know, for Fallout. Mm. But, uh, like, when the world goes to crap, well, before the world goes to crap, here's West Virginia. Da -da. And look, it's so pretty and magical. So not historically accurate. <clears throat> uh, but, you know, hey, it's their version. So why not? Uh, I'm just, I'm looking for... Fallout, my Fallout 4, which would be Fallout 3.2. <laughs> and it's not going to happen. But that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, let's see. What else did we have from Bethesda? Uh, we had the stuff at the end. Um, Doom Eternal. That was an announcement from id Software. Mm. The sequel to Doom. Apparently a lot more of what we had in the 2016 reboot. Yeah, looks, it was, looks fine by me. It was very brief. So I didn't, you know, I, I was hoping they would have more on the floor, but you're saying the only thing that they had for you to actually do was. They uh, had, Rage they had places set up for all of the games. Right. But because we were on the sort of like the media thing where you ran around and like did the oh. media stuff. Is it kind of like the way they used to do the EA experience? Do you know how they used to like take you through like the EA? Oh no, we didn't go through the booth. We didn't do booth tours and stuff. Capcom did that, but but Bethesda didn't. Um, I hate when they do that because you can you can't look at the game you want to until you get there in your dedicated tour, which I always found really odd. It's like I don't want to go through all this Madden and FIFA stuff. Just give me the stuff that I'm here for. 
Hmm. The, the thing, I, I'm not sure what you could play. I know that for 76, for example, they literally had like a go through a vault experience where oh. you went in and you celebrated 76 day and they gave you a drink and like a party hat. And you went through this huge thing. I don't know if you actually got to play the game. I couldn't tell you. I, have, I cannot confirm any of that. I have no clue what you could actually play on the show floor. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There was the whole announcement about Fallout Shelter uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Um, it's actually yep. already out. That has already happened. Uh, Prey DLC, which looks amazing. Um Three new modes. The Moon Crash DLC is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Yep. It's just and... like a roguelite. It's very cool. You just yeah. can go through the same thing over and over again and live as long as you can. It's it's pretty neat. Multiplayer DLC this summer. Uh, I'm quick... ready. That's the shit. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. so good. <laughs> the prop hunt mode is going to be the best be thing so for streamers fun, in a long time. That's going to be so yeah. much fun. It's all, for those of you who have never experienced Prey, it's just all jump scares. Like, yeah. the coffee cup's going to kill you. That's what this is going to be. It's just going to be like, yeah, I'm ready. A lot of people uh, were commenting, you know, they didn't want me to promote Prey in a weird way or something because they're like, well, John hated that game. I'm like, John didn't actually play that game. Anything that has jump scares in it, he doesn't play or didn't play like that. Yeah, I remember he he had no real desire and you played all of it. So. I played. Yeah, I beat the game <laughs> using his his key for it because he I, I was like okay well you know i'll play some of it for you and i'll tell you a little bit about it maybe it'll convince you to play some of it or if you just want me to play through it so you can have some you know gameplay footage for if you want to talk about it and he's just like okay and so then i go and i beat the game twice you know once you know being not using any of the um the stuff that alters you to make you evil basically um sure. and then the yeah, so, yeah, you get your, your good and your bad ending, basically. So I beat it twice, and then he refused to even touch it because of the jump scares. And I'm just like, why did I just play these two? But I would have done it anyway. I, I usually play those kinds of games. I don't really, yeah, know why people were like, oh, you shouldn't talk about that because John didn't like that game. I was like, one, I have my own opinions and ideas, and two, John didn't play it. So it's not that he hated it. He didn't play it. Yeah. yeah. I praise a, pra yeah, praise a sleeper hit, man. It is a, it's a game that not many people got on, and you should have, because yes. it's good. It is good. I'm going to reinstall it because of the, the new modes, uh, Moon Crash DLC, and definitely for the... I don't really like playing... I shouldn't say this. Um, let me clarify. I don't hate multiplayer games. I just don't play a lot of them, because... Same. I just, who has the time when, when all your friends are also streamers and YouTubers, you tell me who, who has the time to actually play video games casually with each other when you're basically making content, your work is your fun and your fun is your work. And that is that. So yeah, looking forward to it anyway. So I, I reinstalled it. Uh, let's see. Quake Champions is free forever if you download it this week, which would have been, I guess, last week. Why? I'm, I don't know. Quake Champions is basically like a reskinned Overwatch. That's how I, it looks to me. And I've never been into Quake, but I. I was into you OG know, whatever. Quake. Yeah. I like, was. It wasn't even Quake back then. I just never, it never tickled my fancy. Yeah. The reason I liked original Quake was, you know, just you know 
you are you, it's everything stripped down not as many choices not as many you know decisions you, you jumped in and you went and now in the era of all these arena and battle royale and so many options from so many different developers and studios they've got to compete and i guess that's why it is the way that it is i just prefer the game stripped down and it was literally about skill and that's all it was to me so uh rage 2 jesse you got to to play some of this the uh, collector's um, edition was announced during the showcase uh so if you want to throw down 120 dollars, you could uh in-game content would be some of those goodies and a gory talking head for your living room <laughs> true um man uh, for those of you who don't know, I liked the first Rage. The first Rage was a good-ass game with a terrible ending. One of the worst endings in video game history. It was a non-ending. It's like a 99% incredible game crap ending. This one uh, plays better than the first one, looks better than the first one, but still has the same mechanics. Like, Even though I was using controller, I knew exactly what I needed to do. And I knew exactly how I wanted to play. And um, while you have awesome abilities and you can slow time and you can punch guys and stomp dude and go into rage mode and all that stuff, the end of the day, wing stick, or I think wings, what is the name of that? Wing blade, wing stick, wing stick. I think that plus a <laughs> no shotgun idea. combo is basically a boomerang, but like okay. the future boomerang because there's three instead of just one. Anyway, you throw it, you hit a guy and they're like, oh, and then you blast him with a shotgun. Still works. It still works flawlessly. And I love that shit. So, like, I had, yeah, I had so much fun playing it. It is an incredible, incredible demo. Um, but that's, you know, it reminded me of when I played the Wolfenstein demo last year, where it's like, you are BJ in a wheelchair gunning down Nazis. And I was like, I've never, that's one of my favorite demos. This, I had the exact same vibe where it's like, you have to break, you have to break into this building. Uh, defeat all these like apocalyptic nutty guys but you do it with your awesome rage powers and you do it with crazy weapons and um being able to jump into the air and slam into the ground and send like eight dudes flying never is bad never <laughs> superhero smashing into the ground and sending dudes flying is incredible um but you don't i don't think you even have to use all those abilities because uh, at the end of the day, it's still just a run and gun blowing guys down. And uh, I had a blast. It was it was really, really cool. So I had a good time with it. Um, but uh, I, I have no clue what the final game is going to be. The level we saw is, if you're wondering, the level I played is literally the level they demoed. So what you saw oh, at the, wow. whatever conference that was, I don't know if it was Bethesda. But whatever conference that was that yeah, showed it. Bethesda showed some rage too. I'm not like, sure. It was the whole thing where you break into the to the the satellite facility and then the president's like escape pod comes down and then you go. It was it was that whole thing. So what you saw in the video is literally what we played. Except we got to play it ourselves and be stupid and, and oh, I had a lot of fun. As you do. Yeah. Uh oh, there was that crazy moment during the bethesda conference um dodger did you happen to do this one on drop frames at all i didn't chance? do bethesda oh I that's right i didn't even watch it okay there was a <laughs> moment in the bethesda conference where it kind of like cut to this promo and you're thinking what is this and then all of a sudden there's 
dude and an Amazon Alexa, you know, the Amazon Echo. Oh, yes, yes. Skyrim on right. a console. Right. <laughs> the console being your Amazon Echo. actual thing. That, uh, yeah, that I yeah. thought this off, was a hardcore spoof. It definitely was. It was designed, like, basically Bethesda trolled everyone in that they made this as a joke. And uh, everyone at the conference was like, like, that was really funny. That was a really funny joke. And then the next day, straight up just put it on Alexa. Like, get fucked, y'all. We we did this as a joke, and now right. it actually exists. It's a real thing. I am not a even. It's a based adventure that you can play. I really want to buy an Alexa and make a video of me playing it because <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. I je- like, people are like, je- people are like, Jesse, finish Skyrim. And it's like, okay, sure. And just play it on Alexa. That'd be oh. incredible. That'd be. Um, it definitely, they, they memed us and then double memed they, us. They did it well. They, that was the one part of the conference where I was like, okay, is this, is this a real thing? And then I, I'm trying to like think at the same time during the Snarkathon, I'm like, is this, is it possible that they could actually do this? I'm supposed to be crapping all over this, but I kind of want this. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how this would work. Right. It was such, it was such a good like it was, I genuinely, it was a hearty laugh. I was really dying. I was like, this is great. I'm surprised it wasn't like a an April Fool's thing that happened to be real. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, they nailed they nailed the timing. Like everyone did. going they in did. was like, when's Skyrim gonna be on? What's the next Skyrim? And I think they that was a good inward look as a company on themselves. And I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Totally was. Um, we had see um starfield was kind of teased at the end but we still don't really know it's in space lot. it's in, we, yeah maybe um <laughs> yeah it was just that i mean that was kind of it uh i just yeah. remember I, at that point i was raging a bit at todd howard because he you know he came out and in, in the jacket that's kind of a bit too small for him and he's just standing there for probably about an hour talking about all the games and they they started to like wind it down like they weren't going to talk about starfield after what happened last year with the map at e3 jesse you've got one of those maps don't you the mm-hmm. the one where it's like oh well if you look at this map in this crazy way here's starfield ah we've got a baby um, i got a baby hell no <laughs> hell no i ain't got a baby let so, those idiots have one. I ain't got I no baby. Mine's 15 now, so. Oof. Uh, really? 15? I know. I know, right? Fuck am I old. God we're, damn. We're like playing all the same games now, and it freaks me out. But, uh, yeah, so Starfield. Let's talk about babies again, because they're still <laughs> young and don't define me by age. No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Starfield. Possibly set in space. Yeah, possibly. I don't think mm. I don't think we know anything about it other than like it was kind of a cool like intro to a Star Trek. <laughs> it was like it I looked like that. Sure. It looked like that. I was just wait, waiting for one of the stars to like you know shine yeah. in the way that it does in like the next gen and everything. Although I'd the be trailers. super happy if they made like an awesome Star Trek game. I don't know how they do that, but I'd be like, wait, Starfield code word for the Star Trek game? Yeah. I'd be, uh, all right. Whatever, okay. but they won't. But if they did, I'd be happy. <laughs> uh, Wolfenstein Youngbloods. I know we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah. BJ we just got a trailer. and it's... Twin daughters. Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I'm i okay with it. Set in I know the 80s. Like... I'm down. 
I'm yeah. down. I was talking. I was talking with the uh, dev team afterwards, and we were having a conversation about what to expect. In oh my oh, god, that baby! Oh, that so baby! Oh, that baby! How are we supposed to talk about video games? Oh, it's so adorable. I say it like it's an it. It's obviously uh -oh. a she. She oh. lost her binkus, and she has hiccups. So oh, oh perfect! Right into the microphone. Hi, beep beep. Aww. Um, but I was talking with the devs about uh the new Wolfenstein stuff, and I was like, yeah. okay, I need to know because it's one of my favorite parts of the other games. What music are you guys going to cover? Oh gosh, yeah, in like terrible in German like covers of music. And then I was like, also, P.S. For the record, you need to have because it's set in France. You need to have a version of 99 Luftballons, but not German, French. Okay, so... A French version of the song because it's in France and they have to do weird covers of all the songs and there's an American version and there's a German version. Right. We need a French we, version. Yeah. We yeah. need... Basically, the music that was in Atomic Blonde needs to go... Sure. ...to Wolfenstein. That, that just yeah. needs to happen. It's like Berlin music at that moment needs to... Yeah, sure. We can move the music they France do for those games bit. is so good. Like, they're... it's incredibly clever how they do that and so i was like guys that's what i want and they're like you'll be surprised what songs we've chosen i'm like Ooh, maybe i will so. uh elder scrolls blades which we've already kind of ragged on uh yeah <laughs> the elder scrolls legends if you enjoy your card games uh i've i like the look at, at this but the updated changes they made into the game, like they made, they made it. There's changes they made into the we game. We can talk good. Yeah, the 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 changes they made to the game are graphically much better looking than what it used to be in the past. So, kudos to them for taking that step. I like the fact that it's coming to Switch because it actually looks like something that I would probably play on Switch. Um, just because I don't, it feels really weird to me to still play to play any kind of game that. I would be like, oh, I only want to play this on my PC. You know, kind of like Hearthstone in a weird sort of way. Like, I don't want to play Hearthstone on my PC. I want to play it on my tablet because it's easier. You just, you know, it, it, it's very right. easy for touchscreen. Um, so the same thing with uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. You know, it looked, the interface and everything looks like it would be good to play on a Switch. I don't like to play all these other games that people are like, oh my gosh, you have to play this huge game that, you know, typically you would play on your PC, but you want to play it on your Switch, woo, and I'm just like, mm, no, I just, mouse, keyboard, mouse, keyboard. Mm. But that, I'm not everybody. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. And then the Elder Scrolls Six, which I predicted during my Snarkathon at the beginning of the conference, I'm like, you know, maybe, I, I knew that it wasn't going to be ready or anything because there had been tweets like in May or April where, you know, developers are like, we haven't even really started development on it yet. But I just kind of like to hear that it's still happening in the background because otherwise I get into my Final Fantasy VII remaster frame of mind where it's like, hey, we hyped up this huge thing, but then it kind of didn't go our way. So we brought everything in-house, but we're still not going to tell you anything about it or even show you a tiny little screen. Ooh, I heard that that was a shit show. Whatever it happened was... with the remake apparently was bad. Yeah. But we knew Which that I, last You know what? Year. It's great. I'd rather have nothing than a bad Final Fantasy VII remake. No, true. Definitely, definitely true. And I think that was basically it for Bethesda. Not a whole lot because it, the the time was mostly taken up by Fallout 76. Um, yeah. And it, again, it, it looks... 
good if you want to build portable bases and you know they'll have their big giant collector's edition which has all the premium stuff and we get to stockpile nuclear missiles hidden on the wasteland fun and multiplayer so on to squeenix <laughs> uh new dragon quest because it's a new Great. dragon quest dragon right? quests are fun yeah i just i like that dragon quest sticks kind of to its roots uh final fantasy as a franchise has very much gone off the all different manner of directions since the days way way back when um i'd say probably since what 10 maybe just kind of it after 10 it just sort of seemed to go everywhere every which way for me personally that's just Mm. me well, Dragon that's because they tried, is... like, 12, they were trying to do, like, a single-player MMO thing. Yeah. And 13 was all about graphics over actual substance. And then they just kept making 13s. <laughs> and 14 was an MMO because they had to replace 11. And then 15 was like, we want to tell the grand story with no story. So <laughs> hopefully they'll get back to, you know, they'll find a game that actually is awesome somewhere in the mix. Maybe yeah. 16 will come out. We'll be like, yeah, but until then, tears. Well, they are bringing out the uh, Monster Hunter World crossover uh, coming to Final Fantasy fourteen. So that's maybe going to so get some excited. people. Some people might be. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself because she's had super loud hiccups. But oh, I'm so fine. excited for Final Fantasy fourteen to have. Uh, I think you shouldn't mute yourself, and, and we should hear baby hiccups. I'm I'm good with hearing baby. I feel baby like hiccups. they're they're gone now suddenly. Oh well. I'm gonna will. Hiccup, hiccup, <laughs> do it. Hiccup, hiccup, child. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, they took the behemoth, right? Um, and put it into. Is that right? No. What what monster is it that they're putting into Monster Hunter from Final Fantasy? Sam know. knows. Sam, are you still out there? <laughs> There's also there's just gonna be like a a Monster Hunter event inside of Final Fantasy fourteen, I think. It's not like a raid or anything. It is a behemoth. Okay, sick. I'm not dumb. <laughs> uh we saw the Palico Companion in there and yes. uh Rathalus in there as well. So I'm not exactly sure what the Palico will do. I think um, it's a minion. In yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen you have just like little toy minions cool. that follow you around. Yeah, Which and Rathalus will be a boss fight in the MMO. So, hey, why not? Sick. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I got to play more Monster Hunter World, if I'm honest. I feel like I haven't put enough time or energy into that game yet for me mm. to actually have justified my purchase. And we purchased it twice because, obviously, John and I wanted to be able to play together. Right. <laughs> the, the, the day when you have to pay fifty nine ninety nine twice. No review copies because Squeenix. Yeah, we live that life. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel yes. you. Uh, yeah. Oh. We saw, again, uh, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. And we saw Just Cause 4 again. We saw Kingdom Hearts 3 again. Uh, the game that they spent the majority of the time on seemed like shadow of the tomb raider they did do a long demo True. Of that, yeah 
Uh, that was the first time that we'd seen any kind of gameplay. Uh, and they made a big deal. It's like, oh, well, you know, Lara Croft's going to use, like, everything she's learned over the past two games in this, you know, reboot trilogy, and it's going to be amazing. And, and then all they did really was show that she, like, learned how to repel and she learned how to, like, dodge and disengage combat using line of sight. Those are very novel ideas so, in video games. Can I can I tell again, going back to Mixer, lovely place. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> I watched I watched when they revealed this on the Xbox conference when they showed uh Tomb Raider. All the comments had nothing to do with the game. They're just like, damn, Laura thick. And I was like Wow. <laughs> everyone was like, Yeah, look at that ass though. Every Does she look different than she did in the other games? Yes, yes. Her face is different, right? Um, as far as I'm aware, the other games, like I for once chat might be right on this one. Like I feel like they sexed her up a bit compared to the previous ones. And I'm not sure why that is, but like even I saw it. I was like, she looks a little different. All she I looks know a little different than the previous games. All I know is she couldn't buckle her own seatbelt on the plane, <laughs> on the on the chopper in the in the that initial like gameplay. It's trouble. like she was having trouble, and I'm just like, girl. I remember when you were in the first game in the reboot, and you looked so waifish that I was like, how is this? Well, I think that was the whole point. It was supposed to be like she she's starting out, and she you, like yeah. want to protect her because she doesn't know what she's doing. And then as right. time goes on, she's supposed to become a badass, but he didn't know yeah. becoming a badass yeah. meant that like you had a giant ass and boobs all of a sudden. Like, I don't know. Like, it just appeared. Like, yeah. it definitely, she's a little bit different. You're like, okay. Yeah. I just want to know, like, what else makes the game different for me, personally. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, her getting a bit thicker and more like i mean again they, they've just hammered home so hard on the whole hey you know she's get, having all of the things that she learned in the past two games and now you know she is actually now a tomb raider and i'm like well she was kind of supposed to already be one in the past two games but hey it's a story that they want to tell um i know that the difference between this one and the previous two is um idos montreal have taken over the majority of the development so that could also maybe be why lara looks a bit different right um because before team. yeah before it was mostly the guys at crystal dynamics uh doing the most of the development so uh, idos montreal gave us things like um deus ex thief and so this whole oh, I can disengage because of line of sight stuff. It's just, you can kind of see that it's kind of leaning more towards like the stealth mechanics. I mean, of course, it already had like element of stealth to the game as it was, but. Yeah, I was saying I would have been more impressed if with this game, they gave you a pacifist option, like to yeah. stealth enough to not have to kill anybody, but. That's I don't not. think it's unreasonable to expect that maybe that could be a possibility, but right. sadly I don't know. But we will, we will find out. September fourteenth is the launch for that on PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. Set in Mexico. See. Yes. Just one more open world game. Yep. Uh, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, they also had Just Cause 4, of course, because you're never tired of open-world sandbox action games with mm -hmm. adventure elements. Another casualty of Walmart Canada's 
massive secrets. There are low prices and low expectations to keep secrets. Mm, let's see. Uh, new Life is Strange 2. Did we get some of that? Um, I don't think we got Life is Strange 2 stuff, did we? I didn't see anything about it, but I didn't watch every conference. Yeah, for some reason, I had it on my notes, and I'm like, I wouldn't have put it there unless there was something well, about it. I think it. Captain Spirit, because it's the prequel Life is Strange 2, maybe they touched on it. Yeah, it might have just maybe. been my expectation or something. Probably was. Mm, some brave XVS stuff. They just did like a little tiny blip, and that was sort of Oh my there. god, they had a, uh, speaking of brave XVS, they had a big poster at the Just Cause booth that was like, Just Cause characters, no, I'm Brave Exvius. And I was like, this game exists only to suck the money from the living. What a, what a maddening game that is. <laughs> the, uh, the thing I actually probably remember the most from the Square Enix conference was the game that is the new IP. The, uh, the Quiet Man. Oh, that yeah. That was a weird trailer. It you, was, and apparently I, the game is also a combination of, like, full video and... You save so much gameplay. without your protagonist having, you know, VO. It's a way to save bucks, isn't it? I, I guess so. I know, it's just weird. It's like, dude shows up in an alley, there's, like, you know, uh, like a brown paper bag, and all of a sudden, you know, it's just, like, all these guys, and you know, coming out... And and at, at the same time, we're just like, okay, what's happening? And then it's just like the, the quiet man. So I'm I'm curious to see what else comes of that. I was hoping that Jesse might be able to tell us if they had anything on the floor for it. But no, I guess with it no. being new IP, they wouldn't have I anything mean, this yeah, soon. A game where you fight people and you're deaf, I assume it'll work in a me like mechanics. Daredevil, somehow? but the game. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, we saw a lot more kingdom hearts not gonna say it again yes there was yeah. a lot of kingdom hearts there was a lot of kingdom hearts if you if you're a kingdom hearts fan that was your that was your thing uh da, 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 da. on to the the awesome show that is the ubisoft conference with mm. the amazing opening that happens at every ubisoft conference which is i love it just just dance, dance. just <laughs> love it dance Mm -hmm. A game named after a Lady Gaga song, still going strong. <laughs> still going strong. So good. Uh, you know what? Every year, it's the Ubisoft booth is one of the most packed places because people just go to watch them dance. They do like a live just dance thing and invite people up on the stage to dance with them. And every year, people just stand around and watch. Every year. I remember the what seemed like the first year when uh, EA, well, not EA, um, when Ubisoft kind of kept everything in just like this one square at E3. And it was just such a weird little zone. And they had absolutely all of their stuff in this one square. And just in the middle, they had, you know, a little round stage. And that is where Just Dance was at that moment. And this is back when, you know, controllers and things were still being used for everything. And it was so, it's just really strange to think that's where we were not even maybe four years ago and mm. now this is where we are and it's it's a huge deal and yet i still haven't bought a single one or played any of them because 
That's because you don't like the fact that they're demanding you dance. Like Maybe. they're not saying please dance, it's just yeah. dance. Yeah. I think it's because you just dance. They're telling me exactly how I must dance, and I, I'm one of those people. I color outside the lines, so I don't, <laughs> I don't get on well with those. But, but which is weird because things like Guitar Hero or Rock Band, I could totally do and be fine with. For some reason, I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with a game telling me how to dance. I, I have no explanation for myself. I really don't. Um, what took up the most time at Ubisoft's conference? Obviously, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. They did spend a lot of time on that. Everyone very excited. Uh, no problems on the internet. Uh, no. Everyone was so thrilled to have Everyone. a female Spartan. Everyone. Because that's historically Literally. accurate. and Everyone was happy. Not a soul complained. <laughs> the end. Yes, that's how I remember it as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's what happened. I mean, it's like The Witcher, but like in Greece, right? And like, you know, if you could time travel anywhere, certainly that's where you'd go. Look, right? they took two incredibly cool time periods and gave us both. At Rather than end, being like... They gave us uh, ship battling again. I'm fine with it. Look, so I'm gonna no take one some. Complained. Yeah, literally, take no some one. Of that sweet ass fire. Yeah, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Everything was great. No one complained. No one was like, uh, "This is dumb and I hate it." In fact, most people, like me, were thinking, "Hey, can I just recreate the Odyssey by traveling around the Mediterranean?" And the answer, <laughs> I hope, is yes. Definitely. Yeah, I hope. I hope there's a quest that's literally the Odyssey. That's all I want. That's all I want is to travel between all the crazy islands. The end. The only way to trigger it is to is to have a full family inside of the game. Yes, like, and uh, romance option. Leave leave your family, but <laughs> at the same time, family. there's a mini game where you have to sew a quilt in order to trick suitors, but then at night unstitch the quilt in order to keep sewing it so that you don't have to marry any of them. Oh wow! I'm letting you know. Also. Boy, do do I know way too much about the Odyssey. Goodness Hi, everyone. Goodness. You do. <laughs> I mean, no one could ever tell that you were ever like a history teacher or anything. I know. I it's mean, weird. What? Yeah, but that's what she did, y'all. Yeah. Um, I do like that they're, they're sort of separating the play from everything I've heard. You know, depending on the protagonist that you choose, the game will differ. Uh, so they want you to play it through with both protagonists eventually so right. I, I do like games that are that long that do have some replayability because you feel like you're getting a little more bang for your buck although i know there's probably a lot of people who are like oh, i'm not going to play the chick option because i'm not a chick are you kidding me that's the best Can I... I mean who doesn't want to okay? look at that who doesn't want to look why at that is it while okay you're for when know. everyone's like yo which shepherd did you play and everyone's like female like them shep it but depends on who has the better now, VO for me, usually. But now it's like, oh, a girl in a game. That's dumb. It's like, what? What are you talking about? What is, uh... Tonight we game in hell. And something, something Look, I want to play a badass female Spartan, and I wanted to make out with other badass female Spartans. That's the game I want to play. I don't know what game people are afraid of playing. I want to have her be like, yes, I'm awesome. Also, I want to make out with everyone. Best game ever. The only thing I'm kind of concerned with with this game is um, supposedly there's a bit of focus on the naval combat, and I feel like with them already doing um, Skull and Bones, like, I'm kind of concerned because 
I mean, so far what we've seen of Skull and Bone seems to be about what we've seen the last time. So it's, you know, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, except no assassinations, which is kind of weird. Well, but... I, think, I think if, if I, I'm trying to think of like what I would imagine the combat to be, I don't think because during this time period, you weren't sailing the open sea. If you went out farther than a certain part of the coast, you'd be dead. Yeah. You'd be, your ass would be gone. So I think maybe we'll have things like Greek fire and like cool moments where it's like, ah, yes, Greek naval battles, which were literally just dudes hopping from ship to ship. Like, I don't think we're going to have like, it is true. I be fighting Greeks now. Like, that's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Oh, so but I kind of hope we... so now, now that you've you've put it out that's there. True. I kind of want that uh, now. <laughs> one of the quests is there's an ancient, there's a pirate. Jack Sparrow travels back uh, in time to ancient Greece. Oh, fuck, it's all coming together. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, he and Sora have to do battle with the no, Spartans. It's, cr so it's crazy. Then Mickey shows up. All the games are getting weird now. I don't know. Disney owns everything. They're buying everything. It, 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 yeah. it is the end. The end <laughs> of the world as we know it. Watch out, Sparta. I'll burn you to the ground. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, what a good game, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed's getting better every year. <laughs> we have to assassinate that bitch. <laughs> Um, I like how you held your sorry. baby. You held, you held Clark like, oh no, child. Mm -mm. I'll protect you, sweet summer child. Um, oh I, boy. The the story person in me likes the fact that they're doing branching dialogue in this game, which is obviously different from the other Assassin's Creed games. So it's like, yay, there's something for me. Mm. Um, and of course, you can play early if you pay extra. Yeah, of course. You know what? That sounds like Ubi. Yeah, deluxe gold and ultimate editions, and as per usual, getting that whole you play thing downloaded, which is the bane of my existence. I hate you play so much, but then again, yeah, I also too. hate Origin. But it's like at that point, it's like, then why don't you hate Steam? Oh, I don't know because all my games are there. It's it's too difficult. I'm in too deep to hate it. That's yeah, why. Look, I don't like Steam either. <laughs> No, but it's I, what we it's what it's we what got. We ha yeah, it's what we have to use. So there we go. Um, I liked what they showed of Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, yeah. Although it's like, was that Jade? Oh, it was Jade, and she's yeah. bad now, y'all. Yeah. She's bad now. Oh. But the the trailer that they showed, I thought was really cool. I thought it was maybe just a taste more than what we saw last year when when they you know showed it to us for the first time. But I wish that we got something other than a trailer. I know that might sound really selfish for them only being maybe a year into development, but no, nope, it definitely deserves more. You're absolutely right. It it told us nothing new. In fact, the funny part is most people probably don't even know the first game at all. No. Aside from the hype, <laughs> most people probably don't know what the hell the first game was about. Also, um, who loved the fact that, you know, the kid from Third Rock from the Sun, you know, happened to be there to, like, intro that, you know, he's and getting Frodo, into it, Frodo too. was there, too. Frodo was there, too. Yeah. It's like when we've yeah. not got but one, but two actors. That's amazing. You know what? Cool. Yeah. I mean, actors wanting to throw their money at video games? Bring it. Bring it. I want to be friends. Can I just be, can I be honest with you? Hey, everyone watching, I'll be friends with Frodo. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, someone call him. He, he's got to live in Hollywood. Why can't we be friends? 
I want to be his friend. Like, I think, I think we'd I think we'd have a good time. I think I think you might be too alpha to be his friend. No way. I look as we discussed. I am definitely a bottom. So like, I know, but that's what I mean. I can't see you being Sam. Oh, I could be his, his friend. Frodo. We would go like we wouldn't go clubs. We'd go grab a coffee, go and talk about like our feelings and shit. And I'd be like, yeah, go on a quest. You're right, Frodo. You're right. We'd be good pals. And then we'd go throw a ring in a mountain together. It'd be but, great. But you wouldn't let him throw the ring in there. I mean, uh, that's the one difference Are you saying I'm you the golem Sam. of this relationship? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That, I'm saying that you you're would right. not willingly cast something worth potential dollars into the fires of Mount into Doom. Into the fire of Mount Doom? I don't know. I don't know. If it meant that my friend wouldn't turn into a hideous beast, I probably would throw it in, but then I'd like open a shop there and be like, this is where the ring was thrown in. Come on, everyone. Take a look. And I do Get tours. your picture taken. Yeah, get your picture taken with like fossils of Gollum. With this yeah. cut out photo. You you too can drop the ring into you know, these fake rings oh, that yeah, you charge yeah. them to you throw. You put a penny in a machine and it turns into a ring and then you can throw it in the lava. Make yeah, it a on. family fun adventure. Mom, Dad, please, let's go to Mordor. Yeah. Bring the little ones oh. and the hobbits. <laughs> but don't yeah. forget your sunscreen. It's bright and hot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Ubisoft talked about a lot of the stuff that we've already seen in previous conferences. Um, the Division 2, again. Uh, for Honor, got an update. I, I feel like we should bring Sam, Sam in here. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Sam has put so many hours into that game. I was so happy to see that For Honor was getting something. Right. He because I was like, so Sam happy. deserves it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they let a few people um, come in and get like really long hands-on nice. stuff with um, all of the the new classes and things. And he said they're all super fun. Yeah, so, so they added the Wu Lin uh, Chinese Fighting Force, mm-hmm. and so that's the first new faction since launch. And the uh, starter edition is free on UPlay, but that's you know a deal that is only for the moment, so it's not going to continue to be that way. Although I wish it would, because I feel like For Honor would have a bit of a bigger player base. But then again, it's like, what would that do monetization-wise? Like, how else are they going to continue to fund it? But I I feel like For Honor was built up so heavy initially, and then it's just, like, support just, like, So I hope that this gets more people interested and gets people playing it again. Sam deserves it. Hmm. Um... Let's crap on Starlink Battle for Atlas for a moment. I am so tired of Skylanders, the game. I'm so tired of, it's like, didn't didn't Disney, the, the Disney thing where you buy the toys also die? Starlink, the game where you want to build a ship on your controller. No, I don't. But here's Star Fox. Star Fox will encourage you to play it. No, not even then. Not even then am I going to play Starlink. I feel like I feel I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know something right now. You may not like it. I may not like it. But Dodger and I both know this office is about to have a Starlink in it. Just <laughs> you guys because, can have it. Just and you guys can talk Star about Fox it on the podcast. It. It's going to be like eight Starlinks in this office. I know what's about to happen. <sighs> so just because we may not be too thrilled about it, it, I truly believe games like this are games that are like, yeah, this is really cool for the kids. So, 
I felt it was like for the kids and and everything. And, you know, part of me is like, oh, well, my kid is 15 now, so he's not going to really be into this. But, hey, I might have gotten it for him if he was a few years younger. And then they just like threw Star Fox into the mix. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is a cash grab. This is how you're getting people in. You you nope. couldn't do it on your own. So, and and then of course them to present the like limited editions. Like, hey, we made this just for you. Rabbids. Yes, rat rabbids. Rabbids is like the greatest thing to happen at a Ubisoft conference. Period. That's just all that can be said. Sure. Yep. Um. So yeah, the, we talked a little bit about Elijah's, Elijah Wood's presence, but I don't think we actually talked about Transference, which is the the game that his studio is collabing with Ubisoft to bring to us, which is a kind of like a VR horror sort of game. I'm, I'm not in. Sure. I'm ready for it. It looks badonkers. Yeah. I I like that it looks creepy, although it had some very interesting like please don't touch me there, Mister moments to it, which kind of freaked me out. Uh, I was like, I, I felt like during Snarkathon, I was like, I need, I need an adult, please. Um, trials Rising. There's All the a- Trials games are dumb but fun. Yes, senseless, but yeah. I enjoy them. Um, there will be a beta ahead of the release. Beta. Mm. Um, Skull and Bones. We kind of talked about a little. Uh, it is true. Mm. Set during the golden age of piracy. Ages pirates. They showed us a trailer and then they gave us a little bit of the gameplay. Um, they revealed that they were doing hunting grounds, the hunting grounds mode, um, featuring PvP, PvE, PvPVE. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. hopefully we'll see more. They spent a little bit of time on it, but I feel like. Assassin's Creed really did dominate. Well, that and Just Dance, obviously the, the bit that, that they did. Just Dance. Um, also, the crew too. I liked the original, the crew. So yeah. here's hoping it's just more of that. Uh, the beta is coming out soon, and apparently you can preload it right now on PS4 and Xbox One and PC. We we like they to. They love to sell you games early. That is their jam. That is their jam. I I feel like. Uh, every time I have to, you know, shill out the or you know say what platforms things are on, I'm, I'm like, do people actually watch this show who play on consoles? Maybe, maybe. There might be one or two. Yeah, could be. Um, I really kind of think that that's it, really, from Ubisoft. 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 Uh, I think I was upset. For them, yeah, I was very upset at not getting any Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. I, was I think really, everyone everyone had that. I just I thought that we were gonna get something because of you know Sam Fisher being in that game promo for Ghost Recon, and I'm just thinking you know it's about time that we saw something new. Sure. And Michael Ironside was there, and I'm like, mm. but no, no such luck. Right. Uh, da, 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 da. Mm-mm-mm. Rainbow Six Siege, third year of support. Mm. They did they you know did a little blurb about Rainbow Six and really not much else. Um, after that was I believe the PC gaming show. I'm probably mixing up the order now. Of I didn't watch these. any of the PC gaming show, PC so I have okay. no clue what occurred. That's okay. Um, I watched it. 
Uh, let's see if I have any, like I'm grabbing all of the notes from stuff. But basically, yeah, day nine variety show featuring all the interviews that okay. you'd rather not see and crazy reveals that people basically paid a lot more money than other people in order to show you. Uh, it was a bit of Walking Dead. Um, I was really excited because they showed like a Raw Fury thing and I'm like a big fan of uh, this is like where my indie geek like comes out. Uh, I played like Kingdom and uh, like the Kingdom New Lands for Kingdom is so fun. I played Kingdom, it for yeah. far more much more time than I probably ever should have. I mean, I got the unicorn. That's how yeah. long I played it over and over and over. I played the old, the original and the new one because I just had to do it for my own sake. And then, of course, they released Skull Island DLC, and I have to go back and play that now. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get any more on Kingdom, but I was thinking that if they were going to do some stuff from The Last night or any of those games, and it's like, nope. <laughs> Um, although the Sinking City, I think, is something that you'll like, Brooke. Oh, the Sinking City is the game with the uh, tentacle beast at the end. Yeah, it's it's like I uh, saw that trailer. That shit looks awesome. Sherlock Holmes, but like sort of Lovecraftian, kind of like L.A. Noir a little bit yeah. as well. Um, it's very very cool. Basically, I'm just gonna go over the games that I like listed. I made notes like during the show, and I'm like. I want to play this. That was the first game that I wrote down. Um, Man Eater, where you get to be a shark. I thought that looked really cool, too. Everyone sent me clips of that, and I'm afraid to watch the beginning of it. Oh. Hmm. I know you I know you are the shark, but I don't want to be a shark that gets eaten by other sharks. That's terrifying. Uh, I know, Clark. This sucks. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, and the... I Probably one of the moments I geeked out the most was when they came out with uh, the new the-, the theme hospital spiritual successor. Uh, oh, two point or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, two point hospital. Yeah. So when as soon as that was announced, I was like, <gasps> I knew that it was coming, but I just I wasn't sure how good it would be. Um, they showed a little bit of it, just clips here and there, and it looked really good. It looked like a worthy <sighs> spiritual successor on first glance obviously you know i have to reserve judgment until i actually get the game in my hands um cloud imperium games was there and i was just like are we gonna hear about star citizen no of course um chance agency was also there uh neo cab did you guys happen to see that the one where you're like an uber driver Mm -mm. i thought that looked really cool too that was another note that i had made i want to play that um Mm-mm-mm. I wish I could tell you more about all of these. Uh, they did a huge segment on Warframe. Obviously, more people getting back into that game. They're bringing some mm. new content out. I'm going to skip over to Sony because the show has already been pretty darn long as it is. <laughs> um, I guess the big thing with the Sony conference, uh, Death Stranding, WTF. Go. <laughs> um, that trailer. <laughs> I still have no clue what the fuck that game is about. Same. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't Same. even I tell you. I haven't even watched the trailer from E3. I, <laughs> okay. Um, if you haven't it, seen Literally it, what we got was, you know how on this podcast in the past, whenever we looked at a trailer on like games that are coming out soon, and it's just someone walking and we're like, what is this game about? It's just someone walking through scenes. That's the that's trailer we screening. got. Gotcha. That's the, yeah. Uh, and 
there's a little bit here and there that sort of ties what's going on with previous trailers. So you're like, oh, I guess I kind of get it that it rains time, question mark. But it's still bizarre and still nonsense and still just like, okay, sure. We'll see what this is. It's like Norman okay. does a lot of walking. I have sure. a feeling that maybe we're like, somewhere crazy remote like greenland and he is like the best delivery boy ever um, why is there a baby in his mouth yeah okay so that um, was the beginning yeah so that there there's some we saw a baby really, butt at the beginning that we happened. did we did okay which i did not show the the stream I'm, I'm showing them a bit of the trailer now but i purposefully did not show them the other part because i was worried that it would get <laughs> like stricken for like it would be explicit content. A little too weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this entire trailer was very, very strange. Um, I was very happy to actually see how uncanny some of their technology is now to uh, putting Lea Seydoux in the game. Uh, she's like mm. one of my favorite French actresses, and it's like I knew that was her voice. And as soon as I saw the the female in the trailer, I was like, that looks so much like her. And then they finally announced at the end that it was her, and I was like, yes. Um, because I love her so much, and she's just the most it gorgeous is thing. Oh. Such a bizarre trailer again. It is, yeah, it's just, very weird. We know nothing. Yeah. We know nothing. All I know is we still the first know have... literally nothing. Yeah, that's how it seems. I feel like the first game had like mentions of like whales or something, and we got none of that in this one. You know that first trailer when it's like all the dead things washed up on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had that in the, the last trailer where they had some of that where it's like him and the other dude and they're trying to survive, and the the basic premise, as far as I can tell is that there are aliens, demons, something that are invisible and they can hunt you and kill you uh, with time. Like yeah. they a rapidly age you, but rain itself also hurts you. So like, I mean, the, just... the invisible footprints showed up like right next to the character. So it's like, what, can they not see you or? Yeah, they can't, they can't see you. But they can hear you? Question mark. I don't know. It's all no okay. bizarre. So yeah, basically, no basically our 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 summary oh. is Death Stranding, mm -hmm. all hail Kojima. They are letting him do whatever, and you know what? He kind of deserves to That's be. What people left asked in whatever. for. People were like, "Let him off the leash. Let him do whatever he wants." So here's look. This is what we're getting. <laughs> yeah. Again, for the record, Norman Reedus still doesn't even know what it's about, and he's in it. I know. I know. Just. For the record, the man has been like, I don't know what it's about, and he's in it. So yep. just enjoy. Uh, we saw a bit of uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, which is releasing September the 7th. Um, mm. I figured we would see that because of the, the pretty close release date. Sure. Um, and we got to see a lot of bad guys, the six. At least I believe we saw all six. Um, um, did we? I can't. I don't know a hundred percent if we did. I just I remember seeing a fair amount of them. Just can't remember. Yeah, and then there was the one mysterious person. Right, which is is it Tony Stark? Uh, <laughs> I Mr. Think, Stark. I don't feel so good. <laughs> well, they said there's no, there's not going to be a symbiote. Ah. Uh, oh, we saw five. Did we see five? Hold on. Now I got to think about this. Electro Scorpion. Um. We didn't see Mysterio. You're right, chat. We didn't see Mysterio, and we didn't see Doc Ogg. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know who it could be, but they did say there would be no symbiotes in this game. Hmm. 
So it's not going to be like Venom and it's not going to be Carnage or anyone like that. No one's going to show up. Mm. I still think this game looks really cool. I'm going to play it. I know it's it's very Arkham in style, um, you know, as yep. far as combat is concerned. But, it, looks so but it, fun. it does look fun. And in the end, sometimes you just want a, a game that is just going to be fun and you don't really have totally. to think about it. I'm, I like my story-driven games a lot and I love that choices matter and stuff in all these other games. But sometimes you just want to play a Spider-Man game or, you know... A, was thinking we were going to get an Avengers title, um, but that's not a thing that was announced. Hmm. At least not at the conference, during the conference, as far yeah, as Yeah, they know. talked about an Avengers game last year, right? yeah. but they didn't mention it this year. Right, and so I, I don't know if mm. they dropped it or if it's still happening. I haven't... Unfortunately, like, E3 is massive information overload. My brain is already a swamp right now. That's just kind of where we are. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the... The beginning of the conference is actually really interesting, if I'm honest, because of the whole, hey, we're in a church, which was strange. Um, they were setting it up for uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Right. Sure. Um, and then chat basically exploded. That That is all I can really say, uh, because girls kissing. I, I don't even know why. Huge, chat huge fan. Yeah. Huge I, fan. I, I, I don't know why chat exploded in such a, a weird way, but it did. Uh, during my stream, anyway. Well, um, I just, it, it's one of those things that I think had both like a meme quality to it with the internet, because the internet is children. Uh, <laughs> but also it had like, a, oh, this is a major gaming moment. However, I will simply say they clearly did not play Fear Effect back in the 90s because that shit had uh, women kissing all the time. So I'm yeah. just pointing pointing it out there. Anyway, um, yeah, people were just like, it's a major release and everyone was like, this is exciting and it's different and new. And then the gameplay was like brutal and crazy and uh, looked was, awesome. But yeah. the first one looked awesome. It just had shitty gameplay mechanics. And I feel like this one might too <laughs> because it seemed like all of the NPCs were totally unaware. They're literally the the deafest, blindest, most unaware NPCs ever that they showed during the the kind of gameplay moment where they showed her like sneaking through um, some of the structures and, and shelters and whatnot. And and also, why would you hang a guy but then decide to stab him? Uh, because you can, I guess. I yeah, just because you're crazy. You can. It's the end of the world. You do what you do. Yes. Uh, so that was a thing that we saw. And we saw some. What Whatever the, the there, like. There was a rematch. Japanese awesome samurai game was. Oh, um, Ghost of Shushima. That okay. game was. That was a dope ass trailer. I that thought was, it was so, so pretty. Visually, like, like going through all the fields and stuff was awesome, but. Uh, the fact that like all the ninja stuff, all that was cool. But the last scene where you had that like very stylized sword fight while arrows are like flying around you. And there's what an awesome moment to have captured in a demo. I was in from like jump street when I saw that shit, I was like, Oh, Oh, then all these like Mongol hordes. Oh, I was ready. I was so excited. What a great ending to that. That was so cool. I, I know I had some issues uh, during the Snarkathon with it because it looked like the draw distance 
there was something kind of messed up with it. And I'm not sure if it was maybe just frames dropping or if there was just a bit of tearing in there. Um, so I'd really like to see what settings we get for that. Obviously, I want a lot of options <laughs> for a game like that. It looks like something I would put a lot of a lot of time into. Um, also set in feudal Japan, just like the the other game that we saw. So I just I feel like there's that, gonna be a lot of those. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of those coming out. And, and I'm okay with it. And I'm okay with yeah. it. Um, but I I really did like the look of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I think that again, it looks so pretty. Like the end of uh, after the combat scene and everything, it's just like phew, I was just like, oh, that's so pretty. Please show me the options menu. It was um, <laughs> look. It was the most tropey beautiful thing i've ever seen where he's like i'm not gonna kill you because together we have to fight this whore and i was like i want you so badly i was ready for that game it looks so good um there was also a i think is a possibly a vr title uh the stream had like sort of crashed for me when when it was happening i believe it was called control it kind of looked like an inception sort of Yes, uh, I watched this on YouTube because I, I it crashed for me too on Twitch. So I went to YouTube and watched it. Hmm. Um, I don't. I remember the title. I don't remember what the hell this game is. I just Maybe remember it looked like you could pull things and you could obviously push things. But that's that's VR in a nutshell. You're always gonna kind of be able to do things like that. But I just I right. thought it looked really interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember if this is the game that the first thing I thought of was. Um, them using the same mechanics from what the hell is that Xbox game where you could freeze time? Remember that shit? And it came out quantum oh. something. Oh, oh, mm. quantum Not leap. Quantum break. Quantum, quantum break, leap maybe? with Scott Bayo. What? Yeah, <laughs> Scott Bayo was in it, and um, yeah, whatever that game was called, it it very much reminded me of that. Uh, everything about it seemed very like, oh, we're gonna use very similar quantum breaky mechanics. I, um, I just I remember trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, this looks si kind of like Ghost in a Shell stuff in, initially, and and then it went a little weird. And I'm just like, I don't know. Is this I a... like weird. Weird is no, fun. no. I'm and I'm good too. I, I just like yeah. um, I thought it might have been um, Mirror's Edge kind of. You know, it was leaning that way too. And then oh, is it the same the depths? Same devs, no wonder it looks the exact. All right, it's the exact same depths. Okay, well, there cool. you go. Then <laughs> that would be why. Right. Yeah. Uh. Da, 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 da. I'm just checking to make sure that we didn't miss anything. I feel like we covered most things. Um, I will say uh, three games that really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. um, well, first off, uh, 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 Capcom killed it with Resident Evil 2. It looks oh, that's what I was yeah. so good. I was Resident so Evil hyped. 2. It, it, first off, the thing they let you play. Well, first, in order to play it, you had to go through a zombie maze. So in order to even get to the room to play it, you had to go through a maze with zombies. All these zombie cops, and it was so much fun. They gave you a light, and they're like, enjoy the demo. And it was terrifying. <laughs> nice. They kept jump like jump scaring you. Um, but the game literally is, they took Resident Evil 2, and if you play Resident Evil 2, you'll recognize everything. But they upgraded it to look like RE7, to have the same game play, gameplay mechanics of RE7, and to have the same like gunplay as the newer games. So it feels new and fresh and awesome, but literally has the exact same map layout and exact same, like you're doing the exact same things, but it just looks awesome. Mm. Um, they nailed it. It is going to be huge when that game comes out. 
it is it is really cool. I'm really excited for that game to come out now because where my son is old enough, I feel to appreciate a game like Resident Evil 2. It's like yeah. I feel like we can kind of share that now and so that'll be really fun. Um that and the trailer actually kind of caught me off guard during the conference because it was like are we a mouse are right. we a roach that was so cool what that was are we so cool and the, then you, all of a sudden you see raccoons and i'm like yes it's like it's the thing i didn't know that i wanted but i still can't get a legend of dragoon remake <laughs> i'm well, never gonna let go i'm never gonna let yeah, go good that. luck good luck with that i hope i hope it works out for you um played Mega Man 11 when i was at capcom yeah. um Mega Man 11, one of the things they did, which I think is super smart of them, is Mega Man games, for those who didn't play original Mega Man games, if you go back and play those, y'all. Go back and play. They're kind of hard. Like, if you had never played one, so what they did for this one is they literally made an easy mode. Aww, so if you what? don't know what, they have normal mode and they have an easy mode. So if you don't know what the hell you're doing with Mega Man, they've made an easy mode for you, and uh, that was mm. pretty fun. One of the things... I played the Blockman stage. Um, I'm be real with you. I don't remember much about it. All I remember is the fact that in the background of the stage, uh, Blockman has a bunch of pyramids and is like like mine pyramids. And the mine pyramids in the background are literally smiley faces with like they're like ooh in the background, but they're pyramid heads. It's great. Um, the other two things that I will uh, the the other games I played. First off, We Happy Few finally has a story mode. Oh yeah. Um, it's awesome. I kind of skipped over that initially because it was it's in early access, isn't it? So Well, originally they they had a story and then when you got the early access version, it was like an open world roguelite right, you had to escape right. and I was like, "The fuck is this?" And I thought that was the game that they released and I was really mad and disappointed. Um but the real game is an actual story with actual events and things that happen. Um it's awesome. The lore and the world building they've created is really cool. There's a lot of stuff that that you can discover that really makes you realize how like totally effed up the world is. Um, so that was neat. Uh, I will give a shout out to the game Strange Brigade. We played it twice. That's how much we liked it. Uh, Strange Brigade is a game that's very much like Left 4 Dead. Uh, you play as four different characters. Um, there's a variety of weapons and upgrades, and you have an emerald or like a, like a ruby or some sort of gem that sucks up the souls of these undead things, and you can use it as special abilities. Uh, but the basic gist is it's like a 1950s-style Indiana Jones adventure spoof, and you go around to different tombs around the world and embark on crazy journeys, and that was it was a ton of fun. Strange Brigade was a blast. Um, Greedfall is an RPG that is basically, as far as I can tell, Pocahontas, except you play the bad guys. <laughs> like you're the guys who, yeah, like you're the 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 guy settling in this new world, and um, you as a main character, each each character that you come across is part of a different faction. So there's like the native character who joins you, and the like faux French character who joins you, but but they all have different talents, and also is set in like a magical world. So while you have a sword or weapons and guns, you also have magical abilities. But it's basically you know, like uh, Pocahontas, but you're the bad guys, which is neat. Uh, Call of Cthulhu looked dope. <laughs> really excited for that one. Like you did that game. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like excited as hell for that shit. It, it looks like uh, a Sherlock game, Dodger. It looks like a Sherlock game, but with 
Cthulhu elements. I'm down. Um, I'm in. Yeah. And then the last thing that I definitely want to touch on, because it, it's still my favorite game. It was my favorite game last year. Plague Tale. Uh, Plague Tale is oh, yeah. a game about a young woman and her little brother. Her parents are gone, dead, missing. Who knows? But her brother is sick. And so you're trying to get him help. And it's about you going through um, a war-torn France during the time of the plagues. And so there are rat plagues. There are rats everywhere. And, and swarms of them, they will like come and kill you and come after you. Um, but because you can't fight the rats, you have to use light to sort of force them away. And the rats, the rat physics is crazy. Like there's thousands of them. And they sort of like swarm towards the light, but they won't get close to it. Um, and the way you defeat enemies is by taking their light. So if a guard's coming at you, you can throw a rock and destroy his light, and the rats will like swarm him and kill him. Um, but the thing that's amazing about it is the characterization of the two characters of the sister and the brother. The brother is like a kid. So he doesn't quite get that he's sick and he doesn't quite get right. that things are wrong. And there's the, the one level that we saw uh, this time, it was a different demo than last year, but the one level we saw was straight up just like, you're go you find a battlefield and there's thousands of slain soldiers and the little boy is like afraid, like the dialogue's amazing. He's like afraid of stepping on them because he doesn't want to hurt them. And the sister's like, we got to make it through this. And he's like, I don't want to step on their heads. And the whoever the voice actor is, is like the cutest kid voice I've ever heard in my life. It is genuinely a game that I'm very, very excited for. And every time I see it, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking awesome game. So uh, A Plague Tale, look it up. It looks so cool, y'all. I, I see it every time and I'm just like, I can't wait to play. So, yeah. I also uh, skipped over uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD. We, we kind of skipped over <laughs> Devolver, um, I'm afraid. But let's, yeah. I, first off, we played that. Um, they will, they, I asked them about this. They're remaking it. For those of you who don't know, this is a game that when Xbox first released in Japan, no one was buying it. So this was a game made for the Japanese market to get them to buy Xbox, but never came out in the States. Yeah, so they're so 11 years it. ago, guys. Yeah, 11 years they're ago. They're releasing it here for the first time, but they're going to update it and make it graphically look better. But the one thing they said they will not change is the voice acting. So oh, for those, it is terabad but it's so yeah. funny the thing that you need to know about this game if you're not if you're unaware the game is about the vice president overthrowing the president and then the president getting in a mech and seeking revenge and it is badonkers you have no clue the woman who talks to you i don't remember her name i don't remember if it's joy or whatever the lady who's like your secretary her voice actress is so fucking like funny She's like, good day, Mr. President. Are you ready to murder? It's incredible. <laughs> it is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Maybe the best demo I've ever played. I'm ready. Nice. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's funny. Well, that's basically all of the conferences. We're going to pretend that the Nintendo conference didn't happen. Um, smash. Smash happened. That's it. <laughs> and everyone freaks out. The all end. the heroes. Woo. Um, so... Best game for you guys, or at least what you're looking forward to the most out of all of the conferences and what you've, I guess, maybe seen on the floor, Jesse? Do you have a, a thought as to what um, your game I mean, of I think E3 was? Cyberpunk won E3. Uh, everyone was really excited for that. 
I'm more excited for some of the weirder stuff that I saw. Like I was saying, uh, Plague Tale seemed crazy. Control is badonkers. I'm I really liked how Wargroove was weird. Like Wargroove is a weird, quirky looking game. Um, Ori was beautiful. Like there's a ton of Metro seemed really fun. Yeah. Uh, we Happy Few was creepy as shit. Like it isn't a scary game, even though there was a jump scare in the demo. Like there's there's a lot of stuff coming out that I'm really excited for. And the big takeaway I had is that. The last day we were there, I remember looking to Kristen and being like, we played a lot of games and not one of them did I walk away like, boy, that was a waste of time. Every single game I played was really good. And so I genuinely think that the next year for gaming, if not next two years, is going to be really good. So uh, prepare your asses for February 22nd next year because apparently every game comes out then. And um, yeah, get ready. It's going to be awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out. What about you, Brooke? Your your game of the show, perhaps? Um, gosh, I'm I'm now trying to remember all of the all stuff the we just talked about. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to see how Beyond Good and Evil Two is. Um, that's one of those games where I forget that it's happening, and then when I'm reminded, I'm like, oh yeah, that looks really fun. <laughs> Obviously, Cyberpunk. Very excited about. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I honestly can't remember. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but um, a game that I was kind of excited uh, to see. I obviously hadn't heard about it, uh, but it's called Sable. Uh, it's kind of like set in uh, sand. Well, obviously, Sable means sand. Um, but it's set in the desert, and it looks very kind of like hand-drawn. It's very unique art style, definitely an indie title. Um, not a whole lot about it out yet, uh, but I'm curious to see more of that. Um, obviously, things like The Sinking City, because I do sort of like my Sherlock Holmes twist stuff, but then again, it's like the same studio that kind of killed the devil's daughter, so I'm like, do we give them second chances? Part of mm. me says yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, Sea of Solitude, too. I'm super excited. That looks yeah. right up my alley, so I'm excited for that. And, and things that are stupid, like Maneater, because why don't you just want to be a shark sometimes? But, uh, Unless there's, you're Jesse. <laughs> right. There are too many games, that, that is for sure. Um, as far as conference-wise, I'm not sure how many conferences you watched all in all, Jesse, but did you have a, a winner? Like, who won E3? Um, conference-wise? Real talk? I, uh... I mean, I think hype-wise... Uh, everyone is definitely like Nintendo did what they said they would do. Uh, but I don't like, it didn't really float my boat. I think I might have to say for the first time this year, maybe the first time ever Xbox probably yeah. had the best one, which is crazy to me. Games, Sony, games, 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 games. Yeah. Sony had games, but their conference was Garbo. Like, I don't know what they were thinking with the setup of like, all right, Music we're going to go some talking heads now in between Music this. There. And then, then it ended, but it wasn't over. And I don't know what they were thinking. I thought their presentation was awful. Xbox, like, did what they said they would do. So I got to give it to them, which is the, maybe the first time I've ever said that. But, you know, good on them. Brooke, do you have a you know, who won E3 idea? Um, I, I liked both uh, Xbox and Squeenix because it was literally just like, here's a bunch of games. Bye. <laughs> I feel like Squeenix so, was kind of kind of slightly cheating with the pre-record, it, but it wasn't really mm, a conference. But it's a, it's a it's a digital rollout. It's like, hey, we're all watching yeah. this together. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, for me, I 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, the PC gaming show is always a little bit worth it for me because I do mostly play games on the PC. But they took up so much time from people, well, developers and publishers who bought and sponsored that show. So it dedicated a large portion to just them. And I felt like that was time that really could have been used to, like, give to more indies, perhaps. So they did show a lot of indies, but just to, you know, get a little more in-depth with them, I feel like the like the indie area at uh, things like PAX and whatnot, I always, I love going through those areas because those are where I find the majority of the games that I'm going to play. So I feel like I, I missed out on a fair amount of indies as a result of basically whoever had the most money. Pfft, there you go. Here's here's your, what's weird to me is that I know Warframe has quite a, a certain amount of following and a certain amount of money, but yet they only showed like, a little bit of Warframe, but talked about it mostly, so that was kind of mm. weird. Um, so yeah, for me, I think I think Microsoft probably won the conference for me as well. Uh, just sheer amount of games, because that's that's what they really yeah. focused on was the games. Uh, aside from the whole, you know, here's our Game Pass. Uh, don't really care so much about that, but right. games. Yeah. Right, so that has been our co-optional podcast, E3, ginormously long and impromptu, strangely scheduled, late, but you still got a show anyway edition. <laughs> I hope that you all enjoyed catching up on E3. I know that uh, I did. I'm just trying to figure out whether or not I, I did because my head feels like scrambled eggs right now. All these games, 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 games. That's good. That's good. There's so many games, 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 games. That is good. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully at our usual day and usual time. Um, obviously follow on Twitter and we will provide that information to you or I will update the events on the twitch.tv slash Total Biscuit page. And hopefully we have a show for you next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about now that we've overloaded on E3 topics, but there you go. <laughs> There'll be more. I'm sure there'll be more. Mm. There are always more games. Uh, thanks so much for watching. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.